think of myself as a, a man of faith. As there's a drive and a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. I don't know if I'm going to be putting on this headset again. Welcome back. Happy hump day. Happy June. The first True Withers show with True Withers. I'm your host, True Withers. Thank everybody for joining us. Five-star review wherever you're hearing us, please. Subscribe so you can join us in the chat. Thumbs up on the YouTube, please, and thank you. Scoob's in the house. How we feeling, Scoob? I'm feeling good. I got a I got an outfit to reveal. Oh, so, well then, I'll show I'll show off mine until you reveal yours. So you, we all saw Lucas's image. He photoshopped us onto the Cheers uh, cast. So no, 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 no. Here I am, dressed up oh. <laughs> like he had me on the cover. Scoop, they're hooting and hollering. There it is. Ooh, no, 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 no. That's what they say. They say. They say making your way, going three hours a day. It takes everything we've got, school. That's right. Patrolling the bots and looking in chat. Roby sure does help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? You know what I mean? Sometimes you want to go where nobody knows your name. And that's when you come to trills. I don't know who Big T is. Rosebud. Hey, Spliffy. What are T Grump? What do these, what do these words even mean? You want to go where nobody knows your name? Come on into Trills. We got a birthday today. Who's got a birthday? Cole Price's birthday. Happy birthday. Everybody for Cole's birthday gets to rob him and take $10 out of his pocket. That's our policy here at Trills. (laughs) That's how we... uh, The only bad news is I was putting this outfit on and I forgot to press record, so the podcast will be a little (laughs) late today for the podcast listeners. The people want to... Listen... You're much too uh, dapperly dressed for the people to get on your head about that. That's true. Are those suspenders I see, or is that a, a tie? No, it's it. So I got a tie, and then I got a belt. Okay. A belt that okay. I'm. I got it on like suspenders. So okay, that's pretty good. That's I think that's better than suspenders for real. That's right. That's right. That's wild. We got this shit on today. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, got a lot to get to. Got a lot to get to. Uh, is the tennis still going? Um, like they're still they're still playing some of the tennis. So they played till one a.m. yesterday. Uh, Why? <laughs> so we actually have a reason. Uh, TV decides. Jokovic said about the okay. late start. That's the world we are living in. Interesting. So they they started at nine p.m. and they played for four hours. Where did they play it? Um, I'm Where not sure. Paris, Paris, it says. Paris? Yes, at Roland Roland Garros. So I know Rafael Nadal, it says here he's like 109 and 3 playing at this place. 110 and 3. That's pretty good. Yes. So he likes that place. And two, only and two of his lo- two of his losses are against Jokovic. So Interesting. So these are I know I think Nadal was five seed, right? Like, so this is technically an upset, but yes, yeah, yeah. On the whole, yeah, these are like the two guys. Like, I know Federer is in the mix, but mm-hmm. just over the past little bit in men's tennis, these are like two of the guys, and now they are they're like five hundred. Or no, I see it right there. Nadal he narrowed Djokovic's series lead to thirty to twenty nine. Yep. 
I mean, even Steven. Not even Stevens, and I mean, there. I think they're two two legends, right? Like the peak, like one and two back and forth kind of guys. So, so, so who's Nadal play now? Um, I believe he moves on to play Alex Van Der Sferov, It says. Um, okay. So let's see. Let's let me make sure. Out of the way. Yes. Yes. So okay. yeah, it looks like that's who he's gonna play next. Is that the finals? Yep. Se- no semifinals. Semifinals. Oh. Yep. Yep. What is there any like? Is there somewhere like a tennis discourse like, oh, is uh, Jokovic washed? The dolls got ring. Like, is it? That's what we'd be seeing if this was a <laughs> hoop. I wonder. I wonder if tennis people do do that because I haven't seen that. But I do know. I. I mean, they're like all old, you know. So they're listen. Everybody in the NBA, there's no spring chickens. That's what I'd, I'd say. Jokovic. Oh, he's old. He needs a super team. He needs to go link up with uh, Andre Agassi, Serena Williams, Federer. If he's gonna re- win a ring that I that I respect, ratio. That's right. Uh, Arthur Ashe was better. Uh, yeah, no one likes Serena Jokovic. Was better. I mean, he's like anti-vax. I believe. I was gonna say, is that he's fire name alert? It is what it is. But he was the one that was fighting so much about. Was it getting into Australia to play? Yeah, yeah. When he was vaccinated, was mm-hmm. and he lost. Hate to hear that. Yeah, and I know, I know, Alexander Sverev. He's a bad guy. So we are. Oh, so we're rooting so against we're team him. The doll. Yeah, we're team we're the doll. Is Rafi okay? Shit. I think he's okay. I I think he's got he's got some injuries, light injuries, but he said he'll be fine. So, hmm. hope. I mean, Nadal on clay. People in chat have been saying it, but I mean, he's crazy on clay. That's like his home. So, feeling okay. So we're who's on the other? Do we have a bracket? They have the like who's on the other side of the? Um, we could check the schedule. The French Open in Paris these days, I guess. Here we go. View bracket. Boom. Perfect. Everything has a bracket. So we got... Uh, that was... So now we have... Got to move to the... Nadal versus Farov, and it's to be decided. Fourth. Okay. Oh, so we don't know yet. Okay. No. We, in progress. So yep. the, Okay. So those are literally right now and, and later like, this afternoon. Yep. So it looks like gotcha. uh, Rublev is beating... Ely? I don't... They, his name didn't load. <laughs> yeah, I don't... That's some little webdings. Uh. M, up arrow, I-L-I, and a square. <laughs> Building, so. dollar sign, house on fire. Um, <laughs> if anyone knows who that man is, power to you. Uh, yeah, so one of our real tennis heads. Uh, we'll check in. Saw someone... Ha- See, Hinkleman says, saw someone make a joke how Nadal claims injury after every loss. Someone responded, God is watching you. Hey, man, but if he like, hey, I don't lose on clay, though. He don't be watching me on clay. Hmm. Hmm. T- tennis seems uh, like one of those sports where the people, the people in it get, like, weirdly personal, you know? Oh, listen. That's what I'm trying to... What sports are where, they're, where they don't do that? Are there any sports where they don't do that these days? It's just the sports-level discussion. Is it, I feel like they all go. Is it different though when you root for a specific person compared to a team? You know, like a, when you root for a person, you kind of get more like, like um, tight with them. You know, you feel like they're your buddy. <laughs> with, I think that's why we see the because now people root for the players, not the teams. That's true. And so yeah, so it's again, it's like here 
yeah, you could say, so, oh man, uh, Nadal, whatever, his backswing stinks or whatever. That's his backswing. You could say whatever you want. Hey, uh, Steph don't have a finals MVP. Hey, asshole, I'll have you know that that first, like it's one of those, the Steph fans will, will, will sick onto you or the KD fans will sick onto you or the Braun or the Kobe or the, I think basketball, is basketball actually just tennis? I mean, is it just tennis? It could be. They, huh. they, they want to turn it into tennis. They want to turn it into one person's uh, hot dog show. One one man's yeah, game. <laughs> advanced or advanced stats ruining tennis. <laughs> y'all, y'all tell me Nadal's got that dog in him, but I don't see it. Back, back in the day, his- we used to just appreciate it. Now now it's all about the, the swing speed and the MPH. <laughs> and, oh. he, Nadal, you, you, he couldn't hold a flame to John McEnroe. Uh uh, uh Billy Jean King, Arthur Ashe, man. This generation's too soft, school. I just I, I just don't what, what, what's this Nadal guy? What, he's gonna he he could he couldn't play with the ball and rackets we play with, man. Are, are you old enough to actually have watched John McEnroe? No. I, I even actually I gotta say, look up I don't know how old he is. Maybe I was, but I was not watching. Literally the I don't old- know if he played in the seventies, I don't know if he played in the nine like I just know him as a figure that yelled. The only reason I know John McEnroe exists is because he was in Mr. Deeds, the Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> yeah, no, he had a good run where he was like, "Hey, that's John McEnroe," and I was like, "Who the hell is John McEnroe?" <laughs> um, um, yeah, when did when did the Mac Man uh, play? Whoa, John McEnroe reacts as fans boo. Oh wow, dude, he's getting involved. He's getting on the Uh-oh. mic and stuff still. That's crazy. Johnny getting active. Dude, look at him. That's 2012. He was playing. He's that's a. Did you ever watch Parks and Rec? Uh, yes, yes. Oh, yeah. That's, 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 that's Jeremy Jam, man. That's Commissioner <laughs> Jam with like a nice little haircut. Uh, double Jam. Uh, when did uh, his playing career start? 19. Oh, he retired in 1994. He turned pro in 1978. 78. Okay, yeah. Nah, I wasn't. I just literally the only thing I know about him is that he would yell and get mad. Yeah, he would get. Does he have a controversy section? Maybe. Yeah, we find, yeah. I was gonna say we find out he's canceled. I was like, as far as I know, people don't like him because he's the guy that yells. But I don't think he's like bad guy. Uh, maybe somebody will be like, oh, guys, did you guys miss the McEnroe murder trial? Yeah, I'm a, like, clearly, clearly we did. Fiery temper. It's just mm. a bunch of parodies of him. But hey, they were cleaning up, pretending to be John McEnroe. Listen, and then like during the, I guess during the 2000s, he was like, wait, I can play John McEnroe. And they just started, people said, yeah, he's in uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Mr. D. This is a surprise, not on the list for me. Yeah, he like jumps over a car. <laughs> like the car like hits him and he like jumps over it, I'm pretty sure. And then everyone's like, holy fuck, that's John McEnroe. And they like just ignore the fact that he jumped over a car. That's pretty much been, John McEnroe and Bill Murray are the two where it's like you see him in a movie and it's like everybody's like, oh my God, it's Bill Murray or John McEnroe. And I'm like, oh, okay. Um, I mean, Bill Murray got canceled. canceled. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's all I was like. I think Johnny Boy is still, still good on that front. Yeah. So yeah, he's just got a temper, but it was only ever on the court. You know, he kept yeah, it, he's a bit kept of a hot head. Kept it on the court. Yeah, I do. Yeah, he did have a good cameo in Curb. This, what year was this? This. It's like a recent curb. Larry got a little gray around the year. Let's see. Um, 2020? 20. Yeah, so I think it was, yeah, not this. Oh, gosh, maybe it was the previous season. Oh, wait, you wait, curb? Wait. Do you watch Curb? The Freak Book. John McEnroe, 2007. Oh, seven? Yeah, 2007. 
Damn. And no, I, I have not seen Curb. Oh, Curb. I would not. Wow. That just go back to that picture. That look, I think looking at old NBA graphics have ruined my mind. I look at a, a NBA a gift from two months ago. It's super grainy and blurry. It's super grainy. I'm looking at I'm like, what was that? 2017, 18? No, nah, this was made in 1992. Mm-hmm. But a good a good guest appearance. Uh, the freak <laughs> the freak book. Um now Curb, I think you would like did or do you like Seinfeld? I like Seinfeld. I would t- I like Curb more than Seinfeld. It's basically like Seinfeld uncensored, like just on HBO. So if you like it, but if you uh, if people don't like Seinfeld, I'm like, well, you're not gonna like Curb. Mm-hmm. It might be time for a little Curb rewatch. I started uh, watching Lost again. Why? I like Lost. I've never seen it. I thought didn't people hate the ending? Yeah, I've never seen the ending though. I I always I, <laughs> <laughs> true. <laughs> uh, you can't hate what you haven't seen, and I feel like it's maybe it's one of those things where if you watch it years later, it won't sting like it did when you watched it on live TV. You know, that's what I'm hoping for Game of Thrones. Like I'm hoping that enough time has passed, and every time I'm like, I think I'm ready to start from the beginning. And really, like, truly appreciate it. I'm a couple years away from the the terrible last season. It's like, okay, let me see if it wasn't really that terrible. Mm-hmm. And every single time I think about how terrible it was, and I, I get enraged and I don't watch it. So I'm not ready yet. See, see, I like everything else that they've made, the people that made Lost. Like, I watched The Leftovers. I watched their new TV show. It's called From, and it has um, um, Walt's dad, I think his name's Michael on Lost. So mm-hmm. it has him, and he's the main guy in that. So they're all like kind of similar vibes. I don't know. I just like that weird it's the same vibe. universe. Yeah, like uh, that. No one knows why we're here. Type vibe, you know. Patty said he just watched Game of Thrones and is still trash. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling. I'm gonna get to the episode with Rogers or Ed Sheeran every single time and be like, look what look what they did to my boy. <laughs> they massacred my boy. Um, what was that? Soprano. Did you watch or did or do you watch Sopranos? I watched Sopranos. I started Sopranos and I, I the last scene is when he saw uh was it Uncle Ben or Aunt Jemima, somebody on like the pancake syrup or mm-hmm. on the pancake and passed out. And I was like, I think I'm out. I think I'm out. I might have to go back because a lot, I just feel like I'm seeing a lot of Sopranos memes, and there was some funny shit in that show. Like laugh out loud, funny stuff. It might be time. Yeah, Sopranos is amazing, but like, it was one of the few shows where I felt like streaming hurts it. Like, it doesn't feel like a show you're supposed to binge watch. Uh yeah, no, I agree with that a hundred percent. Because I think I think The Wire is similar. Yeah, because it's like this is a lot. There's so much shit going on with this. Right. I should not be able to just move to the next hour. There should be a week to process this. Right. There should be an every Sunday night uh kind of thing. So I, I definitely agree with that. Because again, when you're when you're watching in a row, it's like, man, oh man. Mm-hmm. But they racist to everybody. And when you look back, it's like, ah, you had a way to weed. It was it was sprinkled out the way it was <laughs> probably supposed to be consumed. But no, nah, he passed out. I said, I uh, I think I'm all good on Tony. But a very funny show. Uncle Junior, very funny. 
did you get to the if you don't plan on watching it can i spoil a part for you which i i hope i know which part you're gonna i think part. you already know the parts the part where they all find out he eats pussy or whatever <laughs> yes that's one of the ones when it comes up i was like that was fucking hilarious like hilarious i need to go through watch heard uncle jews are down in the muff uh <laughs> what, what was the song tony soprano sings he's like uh, way down mexico way uh oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right and then what, what did carmella ask him at dinner oh man uh, um she has some, yeah i don't I'd like to go down there too much and she's like not what i heard and everybody's just laughing he's like what the hell's so funny I, we could probably, man, we could probably play that scene without like having it on the screen. We could like play the sound. I feel hmm. like it's worth a try. Let's try. Um, I feel like it might be worth a try. <laughs> I think it is so fun. This man was a uh, a mob affiliate, but you could not find out, man. He was like, "Hey, Uncle June, man, we heard you like to satisfy the lady." And you're like, "Who told you that? I'll kill you. I'll kill you and her. Don't tell nobody I was eating no pussy. I was not." It's not true. Here we go. Found it, I think. Uh oh. Is this it? Let's see. Oh yes, it is. Nobody told you to put my nephew under surveillance. I know, Junior. I oh wait, hold on. Oh, ad block detected on me. Mm. Boo! 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 Hold on. We can do this though. We got. Okay, here we go. He's seeing this Russian slit very open. We got sunshine. We got a beautiful day. Forget about that shit. Thank God for golf some days. Trying to concentrate here. This one they're already out on the course, right? Yeah. So did you get yeah. any golf in down in Boca, Uncle June? Fucking manners, please. So you play uh, Manatee or what's the name of the other one? Will you let the man tee off? You yap worse than six barbers. If you'd have shut up doing that game against Mountain Lakes, you wouldn't have missed that fucking fly ball. I was ashamed to face my friends. Good, Mikey. Better. What do you mean, better? Well, you know, it's. This is better. standing there plotting on him. He's gonna walk right into it, man. Whoa, Junior! Oh, Junior, what? <laughs> Uncle June's in a muff. What? Oh, did I say muff? <laughs> I meant rough. Good shot. What's that smell? Did you guys go to a sushi bar? The fuck's he talking about? I thought you were a bacala man, Uncle June. What are you doing eating sushi? You fucking run off at the mouth, you know that? South of the border. Down Mexico way. Hey, listen, my friend. At least I can deal with my own problems. Unlike some I know. What's that supposed to mean? Take it however you want. <laughs> that was that that was all we had there. It was just the golf scene. <laughs> hey, yeah, you never had the makings of a varsity act. Uh now Uncle June was just so like I don't know if y'all did that was that just a thing for everybody in school? Like just the worst thing you could say about somebody was the was the Uncle June allegations. So it was like a period in time, like in school, that was just the worst thing you could like you you you'd be better off saying, "Man, I heard oh, you poor and you stink and all that, and you was eating pussy." What? No, I was not. 
I'm poor and I stink and I'm stupid and I got a big dumb face. <laughs> but I was not. <laughs> I don't think so. Man, I I can't be alone here. That that was the worst allegation you could say on a man, Scoob. Like see, if you heard that, hey, Scoob, they say you was eating pussy, man. You said what? I gotta kill him. Yeah, really? kill him. Wow. It was. I, I don't know, man. We we. Mm, That's Uncle crazy. June. Yeah, and then Uncle June. Corrado, and he yeah splat put that pie right in her face. He couldn't believe it. So I'll say all that to say, yeah, I might, uh, I might got to get back on The Sopranos. Only for, I might just get back to that scene alone and then quit again. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I think I'm that's, good. that's my finale. This is my finale. Yeah. Like I'm, everybody talking about how much they hate the finale. I loved it. He put the, it was, it was a key line right in her face, custard everywhere. Um, what was uh, hockey? Ah, what yes. We're about to get to. We had a high score. I think I might want to take advantage of a little slip action. Yeah. With some of these high, with some of these high scorers. So there were fourteen total goals last night. Uh, goals. Wait, I can turn my ad yeah. block back on. Yes. <laughs> the cowards are dead. Here we go. Boom. So the Avalanche won. Game one. Uh, eight to six. Uh, Man, that's some. Uh, Colorado Rockies, mm-hmm. Edmonton Oilers type numbers. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Mike Smith, our favorite goalie, he got pulled. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> not, not Mike. Yes, poor Mike. He he's uh, got twenty five shots against. Uh, he only saved nineteen of them. Um, I mean, is they, that bad? That feels bad. That's pretty bad. They left him in way too long. I was gonna say six goals allowed is kind of like, and what was was there an open goal or something? Because I see six allowed, one allowed. Yeah, and what, open, where, the open, net open net at the end. Yeah, at gotcha. the end, at the end. Gotcha. Um, yeah, no, that's <laughs> you guys allowed six six goals, and it's like, all right, back up, get in there, and uh, put out this fire. Mm-hmm. What? So yeah. I mean eight to six though they a higher it wasn't eight to one you know what I mean so eight to six mm-hmm. open goal at the open net at the end mm-hmm. so it was basically seven to six uh yeah yeah it was and it was seven to three and then Edmonton put on a comeback so it was it was Ooh. it was a little closer as it got down okay. Colorado was happy to escape with the dub interesting but um but yeah okay. they, they they had Mike Smith in a in a tough spot early he was just. <sighs> He was just getting peppered, boom, 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 just all over his, all over his uh, pads. It was just, bah. So how does that work? Is like if a guy's a bad go, like is he just benched now, or is it like we'll go back to you next game? Like how 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 does it work? Well, they'll probably go back to him next game. Is he gonna be good? Um, I don't know. He's he's very, very, very hit or miss. Mike Smith is. Uh, uh the, they were hitting him a lot, all right. He's forty. He's forty years old, sir. So you can't, you can't look at this man. You can't harass this forty-year-old man. Come on. Yeah, he looked forty. I'm just looking right now, see if I can catch some of these early lines. They got a couple up. Ooh. Just McDavid over one and or excuse me, over half a goal or one and a half points. And then they got Nathan McKinnon, half an assist, half a goal. I think we need to. Uh, any of these looking good? I kind of want to get on some of this early, a night before. You know what I mean? 
Uh, so it. I mean, it depends what you think. If you think they're gonna give up fourteen goals again, I don't think that's gonna happen. But I certainly think McKinnon can get himself an assist and a goal. Either of those, I like. But which one? Um, which one's goal? I mean, it's that. It, it's really. It, I mean, he's Nathan McKinnon. I would always say just the goal, you know? He could get a hat trick at the top, uh, drop of a hat, you know? I see a rivals with McDavid. He had a goal to assist. Maybe I'd, maybe I'd wait for some more lines. Yeah, I think I, I would wait for more lines with that what, game. Uh, okay, so who, so Tampa Bay, game one of the other side is tonight, right? Yes. Oh, your Rangers take the ice. So, so this is this is the complete opposite of a series. On one end, we have no goalkeeping. The other end, we have arguably the number one and two goalies in the league, possibly. So, um, mm. I actually I like both both guys' saves uh, over. I like Igor's save over more. Igor's at twenty eight and a half. He's been at yeah thirty nine, thirty nine, thirty four, and he's not like at risk to get pulled. All right. No, I don't think he's the, yeah, he, he, yeah, so he's the guy. I'll go over there and let's see who is Tampa Bay's Vasil. Oh boy, Vasilevsky, uh, yeah, Vasilevsky, yeah, that's a 27 and a half. We like that too. So, so oh, he was at 49 last, yikes. The Rangers don't take that many shots, it feels like it feels like they kind of play a more physical game and just get grind the ones, yeah, grind you down, get the ones that count, like, uh. So I, I, I honestly don't know about Vasilevsky's. I feel like the Rangers might um might not hit that number, actually. I'll say because he's been at 36, 35, 49 the last three games and has allowed two goals mm-hmm. at that high volume. Game one of a series, yeah, you never really know. And I'll he, go over. He is 0-3 against the Rangers this year. So Vasilevsky. Yeah, Vasilevsky is. So something to keep in mind. Interesting. I will. I'll take the over. Let's have a little fun. Twenty-seven and a half is a pretty low number for a reason, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, coming off a sweet, Tampa Bay's had a little rest, haven't they? Uh, a lot they of rest. in a while. I'll just say Tampa Bay. I, we hadn't feel like I hadn't heard that name in years. I almost feel like it's a bad thing in hockey. Rest's a bad thing. I don't know. We'll mm, see. Rest versus rust. Mm-hmm. We will. I'm locking in those saves, just so I got a little action. It's not gonna hit, but mm-hmm. <laughs> what is? Give me a break. Um, got those. I, yeah, I wanted to do some slip, but they don't have enough lines yet. Mm-hmm. I still don't know about the goal and assist, so we'll wait for those. What else we got? What else? You you uh you gonna lock in a little lock it in, Scoob? It's already up there. Come nah, on, Daddy. Nah 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 nah. Come nah. on now. No, no, no. I gotta. I can't. I. I refuse to affect the outcome of my Rangers. I haven't touched my Rangers. I refuse to. Oh hurt come on! My I Rangers. clearly have no problem doing such. Come on, have some fun. Yeah, you're gonna curse them. I'm. I'm already I, shaking in my. Boots. I took overs for both. I took overs for both. So no. Uh, there'll be no blood on my hand. Oh, do we want to talk about the Madden cover? Yes. I haven't seen it yet. This is gonna be my first time. Oh, the uh, the the new one, the unveiling. Yeah, uh, yeah, dropped this morning a little bit before we went live. Madden twenty twenty three, and I'm sure. Yep, there he is, Alex Jones. No, <laughs> uh, it's 
John Madden. I said he looked like he's ready to run for about 16, 1700 yards. He's skinny there. Yeah, well, he, he he's burly. He's bur- he's got a good grip on that ball. He's he's ready to dive over the goal line. He kind I, he kind of looks like that taxidermized lion. Like oh wow, <laughs> it kind of looks like the, him. Yeah, give me a back and forth between that, like the optometrist, like uh, number one, Madden, <laughs> number two, lion. Which one is better? I'm like, can I see number one again? <laughs> Can I see number two again? Uh, uh, one, one more time. And then two. Two is better. Uh, I mean, it's a spitting image. <laughs> this is, yeah, what's the story on this? I know Johnny Madden's story. What's the story on this lion? Um, this is a poorly taxidermized lion from 18th uh, century Poorly Sweden. subjective. Poorly subjective. This you is... don't know what they were going for. They, maybe they wanted to make this look like the 2023 Madden cover. In they, that case, they, they nailed this. it. Nailed it. <laughs> this is a, it's in a castle in Sweden. It's the Lion of Gripsholm Castle. Um, let's look this up on Wikipedia. Um, it's a notable example of bad taxidermy. Bad taxidermy is going to lead us down. Like that's easily going to be the second hour of this show. Uh, the bay, the bay of Algiers presented King Frederick the First of Sweden with a lion, one of the first lions in Scandinavia. Oh, now nah, that's kind of fly. If I was like, "Yo, Scoob, I got you something," it's a lion. Nobody else around has these. You're welcome. I just give you a lion. Now you got a lion. And then I gotta, I gotta keep this line. I gotta feed this line. What would you feed the line? I would serve. I, I mean, I'm. Evil. I give it human food. That's I what, give it human food. I would, I would feed it human food, and then like one day the the person feeding it would fall in the cage, and then it would get a taste for humans. And then wouldn't be me though. Y'all be cool. <laughs> that's um, right. And th- I mean, and then they the kill ca- jam. The castle's uh, overrun. Jam's being chased by a lion. He's running around. I mean, Jam's just running like Tomb Raider, uh, from the line. No, I feed him. I'm like, listen, if if you don't eat your oatmeal, you won't get your uh bananas. So <laughs> and he's like, mm, nah, yeah, he, he screams. <laughs> he screams like the caveman. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, lions don't like pizza. Sandwiches, chips, line of sweet tooth. Yeah, grill a rack of ribs for a line. I feel like we could, he gets the beer, I get the ribs. We just make ourselves a day of it, is what I think. But, yeah, give me back. <laughs> Are there, oh, look at this. <laughs> I don't like taxidermy. I don't like it at all. I never have. It feels almost disrespectful if you're going to do this to a lion. I mean, yeah, that's the point. Like, if that's who, who was this the second lion of uh, Scandinavia? This one's in Paraguay. I need to go see some taxidermy lions. Oh, no. Is that a dog, a bear? What? He got a bloody nose? What's this? That's a bear. No, it's not. <laughs> Terrible. It used to be. Um,. What is this history defined? What is this? Yeah, they don't. They don't know I'm fucking racked right now. Hey, now hold on now. Pharaoh Tutankhamun's sandal made of leather, gold, and fascinating. Listen, Tutankhamun fire name, gold on the feet. Boss died at like twenty. Boss. 
was an axe, a hatchet of some sort. Yeah, medieval axe found in, on an island in Poland. Mm. This doesn't look medieval to me. That look looks... at the I seen that at Home Depot. Right. They just threw a little mud on the head. Roman styled lead pipes in Bath, England. Wow, they still use these pipes today. That doesn't seem that well. They were probably uh, maintained and upkept well, unlike anything here. They're probably cleaner than any shit we got. Men waiting in line. This is chat right here. Waiting in line for a job <laughs> during the Great Depression. They're trying to get into chat during. <laughs> that is, yep. We're, look, we doing one in, one out, man. <laughs> I'm look. I'm watching the door. I was like, uh, uh-uh. uh, 10:50 uh-uh. p.m. or a.m. Uh, I'd be like, nah, guys, uh, it's, it's too many dudes in there right now. We need like 18,000 dudes to leave. <laughs> uh, what is this? This look kind of, this is some hidden temple. Uh, it, Legends of the Hidden Temple. This is uh, Ta Prom, one of the temples at Angkor in Cambodia. Cambodia? Interesting. Hmm. You learn something new about the world every stream. See, we, we get to learn and teach. School, who else gets to learn and teach and lie and get paid for it? Just us. Um, I don't like tax attorney. I want to see more bad tax attorney. Yeah, I want. They, I wish there were more references to like bad tax. I was gonna say there's got there's a website or a, a Tumblr of some sort. Oh man! Oh yeah! Oh, that, that, that mean fox. See, look, the, wait, wait, the, one, the third picture, the one of him sitting in the chair. There's a website called Bad Taxidermy, and it has a random button. Oh, this was made for this show. <laughs> that's not a real monkey. I, the only way I can get through any of these is being like, that's not real. It was never real as a toy because I refused to believe. It was a, somebody gave birth and carried that monkey. He swung from tree to tree. He had a family. He had brothers, sisters. A husband, a wife, children, and in his death, he you got him. Hey, <laughs> I got the stick. Look how um, they massacred my boy. <laughs> oh come on, man! Hey, yeah, this is a. <laughs> my girlfriend bought her friend. Hey guys! <laughs> oh my god, you had to bring Tammy ass. Hi Tammy. Hey, who was shot? <laughs> Like, bring it down. You're on 10 right now. You got... <laughs> is this a blowfish? What's this? It's a blowfish. It's, it's a, a blowfish. <laughs> this is why I said, man, I want my... I want my, I want my testicles preserved uh, <laughs> forever and ever. Uh, what's next? <laughs> now this, okay, now there's some fly. That's an otter? What is it? Uh, it says drinking buddy. That's all it says. I think that's an he, otter. He got his, nah, this is my dude right here. He, he nah, I like this. I like that guy. Give me another one. I like that guy. <laughs> <laughs> this is Alf. That one uh, looks real. This one looks realistic. That's not bad. Yeah, okay. Realistic for a dead Alf. That, does this one look realistic, school? Bro, it's about to jump through the screen at you, boy. That, I'm gonna see this one in my hallway later. I'm actually scared of this one. This is why I don't like taxidermy. No, this is this is why I don't <laughs> like taxidermy school. This Rudolph brother, man. They always tell you about Rudolph's story. They gonna tell you he had a brother named Lamar. Bro, these are. <laughs> Come on, all right. I've seen enough. This is all right. This is this is scaring me and my children. 
You scared me and my homegirl. Back to one. Back to, <laughs> back to the much less scary. Uh, a 22-year-old John Madden. This is... Oh. Can you find that? It's either a thread. It might be a whole account where it was like TV stars, their actual ages. Did you see that thread going around? No. Oh, man. It just... Like, basically, every show from the 70s would show like George, George and Wheezy Jefferson. And looking back now, we think like they were so old. And Sherman Hemsley at that time in real life was like 34. <laughs> so somebody did like a whole thread of like how old the actor really was. And it's like, man, they used to look horrible. That's why we have no we have no gauge on what age looks like. Because uh, it was an Archie Bunker. Archie Bunker was like 26, man. He was a grad student. He looked like hell. He looked like this. This was John Madden at 22. I mean, yeah, this is, <laughs> this is John Madden high school picture. <laughs> People don't know that. Uh, R.I.P. to the legend, but people don't know that's John Madden. He got is that denim or a fanny pack? Um, denim. I think that's or denim. denim or a denim fanny pack. I might have the denim fanny pack on. To be honest, this is like I think this is what John Gruden sees when he looks in a mirror. <laughs> like John Gruden's like there he is, an idealized version of himself. Yeah, that, where he's I actually John, John Madden. Just, I think he carries a football at all times. He's like and at the grocery store, he's like pointing the football. High, yeah, high and tight, high and tight. Uh, cereal. And John Gruden also acknowledged that when he lost his virginity, he had the uh, Notre Dame fight song in his head. So nice. A perfectly normal thing. And <laughs> NFL posted 34 years of Madden NFL, all the covers. You get, were you a Madden guy? Everybody wasn't a Madden. Did you play Madden? Oh yeah, religiously until I was, gonna say, I was all these are bringing back all types of memories. Uh, until you get old enough to realize the game hadn't changed for like the last ten you played, you're like, this is awesome. What's the last one you enjoy? Like before that set in for you, the last one that I remember on here before it was the like Barry San the Madden twenty five. Um, the Barry Sanders cover that was the last one for me. After that, I was like, they like they. I don't think they got a new graphic designer. Mm-hmm. I don't. They started making these guys like they were. Uh, it was like the cover of a fighting game. Richard Sherman looked like he's about to like do Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. It used to just be, hey, here's Donovan McNabb, Madden. Hey, here's Marshall Falk, Madden. Uh, now it's like, okay, Calvin, reach for the sky. Mine was Madden Ten when when they put two people on the cover. I knew it was mm-hmm. downhill from there. They ruined the sanctity of it. They couldn't make a choice. I that I was in college then, and it was like, how do you go two people, man? Especially when one of these guys lost. Right. It was rings culture back then, school. Mm-hmm. It was rings culture. I remember, yeah, the 2012 one, that was the one they did the fan vote on. I think because they were like, we switched these and people hate them. People hate them. So they did a fan vote. And it came down to Michael Vick. It would have been Eagles, post-Falcons, post-prison Michael Vick. Or Peyton Hillis. Who do you think won, School? Just take a guess. Don't look at don't, don't spoil it. But who do you think who you, who you think won? Oh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it's the, the guy who ran for a thousand yards that season. <laughs> ran for like a smooth eleven. He didn't even go crazy for one year. I I, I like, 
I looked it up expecting like, oh, he probably ran for like two k that year. No, he. I actually I have it pulled up. Um, I think it was like eleven hundred. Yeah, eleven seven. A good year. I remember the year. Uh, eleven touchdowns, four point four yards per carry. Very solid year, and they put him on the cover of Madden. And he never rushed for six hundred yards again in his life. Out of the league in what four years? They should they should take him off the Madden respectfully. Respect. <laughs> Just put Vic on there. It would make more like in hindsight, Vic had a sick year. It would make more sense than Peyton Hillis being on there. Mm-hmm. And also, Vic would be the first person. I guess maybe. When did Brady first get on there? Because Vic would have been on Madden like eight or nine years apart. 17. Pre and post prison. No, that's Gronk in 17. So uh, 18. Antonio Brown. Yikes. They ain't, look, they ain't even. It's like, we're not even going to put you on a football field, Antonio. We're just <laughs> going to put you behind some yellow. Would you like that? Do you like yellow? <laughs> and I think the. What's the best one on here? The best one you remember? Um, the one with Vic on the cover. Or Marshall Falk, those two. I really like those. Say the ones that, it was the one, for me, it was either uh, Eddie George, I think it's 03. Mm, yeah. Or 01. No, 01. 01. Either Eddie George, Vic in 04, or I used to get busy on the one with Vince Young, man. Yeah, that I was got the last Sean one. Alexander. I played that one a lot. Yeah, I remember that one. I remember the. One with Favre on it, that came out with, like, the Nintendo, it must have been Wii at that time. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I think it was, and it was like, you play football on Wii, and it's like, I don't, I don't really want to throw the football, you know what I mean? <laughs> right, I don't want to work. I want to press X. <laughs> and it was a weird time. Where was Vision Cone? You remember Vision that, Cone? That was 06. I think that was the, yeah. the same year you did, like, the eugenics, right? You would, like, pick your parents. Oh. <laughs> hey, who 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 designed it? Was that like Bill Gates? Because Vision Cone, I don't. Vision Cone was racist. I'll never be talked out of that. It was way too much success. Like Vic was not a, a good NFL. He didn't read the playbook per se, but you could dominate with him on Madden. And they said, "Man, we how can we stop that?" Peyton Manning could look from the the parking lot to the parking lot. That was his Vision Cone. Vic couldn't look between, like, the little red space between you and me at the box. That was Vic's vision cone. <laughs> couldn't, throw the, couldn't throw the ball to his tight end. Couldn't throw it to his center. Uh, and then the, oh, man, pull up them eugenics if you can. Uh, the yeah, Madden eugenics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Madden. <laughs> yeah, nobody, nobody clipped that out of context. Cool, pull up the eugenics. Uh, it was like, your mother is a uh, daredevil. She has an IQ of 175. Your father is an immigrant. Uh, um, right. let's see. Do you rem- let's see if I can find this here? It doesn't really turn- look like anyone. I, has it. It. I used to turn it off. People would get mad. I would turn Vision Cone off quickly. Oh, here quickly, we go. Quickly, quickly. Let's see. So it's kind of it's kind of like right here. Boom. <laughs> yep. This is the one. What uh <laughs> My father was a starting NFL running back. He's a treasure hunter, and his IQ is 102. My mother is a supervisor. She likes board games. Her IQ is 108. What does it say at the top for the player? 
Uh, best position choice, running back. Yuck. Your father has an average IQ. Dummy. Um, commercial actor, runway model. Your choice, running back. <laughs> Disposable. Uh, <laughs> man, I'm cycling through for hours trying to get like Olympic athlete mother and retired Hall of Fame quarterback father. It's like yes. And sometimes you uh. Your mother was a garbage man. Your father was an unemployed garbage man. Your best job would probably be garbage man. Now nah, they need to bring these back. They should. I mean, a the... machinist. <laughs> look, my, my mother. Look, my mother's IQ is sub hundred. She's in catalog sales. She likes to juggle. <laughs> she too. likes to juggle. She's the. They say my mother's a clown. <laughs> my mother's the court jester. <laughs> you know, uh, big pointy hat, bells on the end. That's my mom. <laughs> uh, what to say for his position? Uh, wide receiver. Mm, I guess my father's a machine. Oh, oh wait, they have a, a oh wow, they have a, a meme template. Oh, no, that that's dangerous. Yeah. That's oh, dangerous. here we go. There it is. Starting NFL running. Oh no, we already looked at. That's, I'm telling you, I would go for starting running back and Olympic athlete. I'd be like, yes. You remember they used to ask you, uh, if you wanted to be in a movie, they would ask you to get the lines on the movie script. Oh. Are you playing it then? Oh, you don't remember that part? D oh. Didn't we have to do the wonder lick for one of the games? Yeah. <laughs> there used to be so much fucking testing in video games. Dude, 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 I used to try to ace the wonder lick. I used to try to, like, try to game it, try to sit there, because they would time limit it. And I would be like, maybe if I Google it in time... <laughs> yeah. yeah, my father's a podcast. My mother's the only fans model. Your job best suited uh prison. Uh, <laughs> no, but it would be things like, hey, you know, you're the so after you did this, right? So your dream position, say you want to be the quarterback. It's like, hey, superstar, you want some chances in a movie? You can be in a new movie with Tony Bruno and say your lines. And they would show you your line and then take it away. And then later, it's like, okay, which one is your line? You had to get the grammar right. Like, if they come, look, look that up. Look up, I don't know, Madden movie scripts. Madden. Look up Madden movie scripts. Um, yeah, Greg, this is where Madden lost me. I don't hate that either. I need to see some of these movie scripts in hindsight. Let's see. No. I can't. Does anybody remember what year? Is it Madden, or Madden movie lines? I don't even know what to search for. And it would be like, I'm going to the store. But if you didn't say it with the right, I'm going to the store. Right here? Is it this right here? Superstar movie star? Maybe. Superstar movie lines. Movie lines. There we go. Um, interesting glitches. Um, oh, here we go. Scene number yes. one. That'll never happen. No one's going to have a career like Magic Man. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that, and you had to get it. Was like, oh man, did he say nobody's gonna have a career like the comma Magic Man, or did he say nobody's gonna have a career like the exclamation point Magic Man? And you got it wrong or right, they would give you like more, sometimes if you got them like all wrong, they'd be like, hey, maybe you don't be in the movie, kiddo. Um, That's oh yeah, oh seven oh eight. It was it was bad times, brother. That's insane. There was that. Somebody mentioned it. Uh, Brandon mentioned it. Did you play NCAA football? Were you an NCAA guy? Yes, yes. Because NCAA, there was a time where you could pick your major. 
Look up the yeah, NCAA football, uh, and they would ask you. I used to always pick the easiest one. It didn't give you no attributes, but I'd be like, I'm majoring maps. Um, majoring in state. Oh, these like picks, picks. Uh, <laughs> video game. Video. Look it up. Video game. Pick your major. They used to also, as you came up through. The, you remember the ranks? If you did a, a it was a Road to Glory. When they started you being a little shitty dorm, and you have a picture, and your girlfriend was ugly. And as you got better, your room got better, your stuff got better, and by the end, you would have the 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 pretty the hot girlfriend. I was like, "This is nasty work." I'm saying, oh six, oh six. Let's look. Yeah, passing harder classes boosted your stats. But here's the thing about that, John: you had to pass harder classes. Yeah, it doesn't look like they just have this stuff out anywhere. Oh, okay. It's in our memory. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what the Searching for yeah, one was rivalries, one was mascots. It's like, hey, who's the Wisconsin mascot? Badger, plus one speed, <laughs> and it's like this. This is definitely this is how college football goes. Yeah. Um. Yeah, bring back toxic masculinity. Damn, you should get to pick your partner. You don't get the hot girlfriend or the ugly girlfriend. You get the ugly partner because we don't want to limit you. It should be like one of those games where at the end it tells you like what percentage of people picked what. <laughs> <laughs> like Detroit, yeah. It's, I want basically when they're going to redo NCAA football for probably twenty three or four, probably one of the next two summers, probably two summers. And I cannot wait for them to one completely fuck up everything that we love. Two, try to bring back something like that, but like just completely whiff on the execution. And it's like, this is worse than nothing, man. Right. This is worse than nothing. Do you choose to go to, do you want to go to class or do you want to go to the campus protest? And I'm like, all right, did Jesse Williams write this? What's this? Where's the get some hoes option? Go to the beach and flex. Where's that option? Can I, do I need to hit X? Where's the Um, bench press in front of the bitches option? Yeah. (laughs) Hold R1. Tap, 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 tap. (laughs) We're, put on all your gold chains and walk through the student center option. Where is that? Now they're like, do you want to choose to save a puppy in a tree or just go to practice like the piece of shit that you are? Um, so I'm looking forward to that being just a nightmare. Okay, Spliffy's Road to Glory 06 Gia. Okay. <laughs> That'll give us the picture at least. <laughs> Because I was like, man, oh man, you got to work your way up. You got to get more mesh. You got to get some better hoes. There it is. There it is. There it is. <laughs> Look, and the one on the right, that's how you see. They did you wrong. I should have the option. What if I want to stay with her because she's been down? True. She was holding you down when you were just getting started in high school. I, I was mean... too. I wasn't even on the Spark 100 yet, school. She used to do my homework. She's the reason I got into Oregon. Maybe I want to stay with her. You had a 2.3 GPA before you met her. And after it was 2.4. That's <laughs> all her. That's all her. Maybe I want to stay with her. But no, you you move on up and they make you get. It was also, they also gave you just different versions of white women. I was like, hey, man, where's the. Like, I ain't no color, baby. Like, I don't know. Are we, are we giving college football experience or are we giving the whole experience? Um, yeah, on the bottom. <laughs> Bottom left is rough. See that you, they wanted you to work harder, uh, Matt. Yeah, they wanted you to be disgusted with that one. They were it like, was... you, you, "You gotta grind training camp." Look at this woman who loves you. 
Is this what you want? Does this make you physically ill? Because it should. Is this who you want to spend the rest of your life with? <laughs> he just rips it up and feeds the pieces to a dog. Um, you <laughs> Press X to not get beat up in Fort Lauderdale on spring break like somebody's uh, the Dallas Cowboys quarterback. Oof. That should be an option in the NCAA, the new NCAA. Um, this is white women at the experience. They're part of the experience, Olivier. I would argue that they are an option of the experience. But yeah, no, listen, you rush for a thousand yards, you, hey, you beat it, pink. Beat it, pinky. <laughs> it's me and you now, blonde. And that's the game. That That's just college sports. Um, Still a little portal, school. Still a little portal. Still got some. I still want to talk a little NBA final, just bit by bit. We're almost there, but let's do some uh some portal first. NBA player guessing game. The chat is covered. Scoob, if you'd like to jump us off. I'm gonna go with hmm, Naz Reed. Ooh. Okay, okay. Two greens. Two greens and a yellow. Two greens and a yellow. This person is in the West. <clears throat> Excuse me. Center or Ford. Shorter than 6'9", so I'd probably guess Ford. Exactly 22. Jersey number under 11. This is a good opening guess, Scoob. Pretty decent. These are deductive reasoning skills. So West, not Northwest, so it'd be like the Cali team. Let's guess a Cali team. It's exactly 22. I don't know anybody 22 school. What I need what I need with anybody 22 years of age. Could it be someone 30 s- years younger than me? Uh, South too? Like Mavericks? Yeah, also yeah, like the Pelicans, the Texas teams. Houston, Jalen Green? No, he's not a forward, is he? Yeah, he's not. I thought I'm trying to th- give me I'm just trying to think of anybody to get it. Uh, Josh Green. Josh, Josh Green. Green. Plays for the Mavericks, forward, pretty young. Okay. Southwest. Okay. Heating up. Heating up. He's 21. Okay. So Southwest, this means one of the Texas teams, also the Pelicans and Thunder, I believe. Number Thunder, under, I believe. Under eight. Okay. So single digit number 22. We just got to go through the teams. Lou Dort? Could be Lou Dort. He is a, yeah, we got to let's get our Thunder out of the way. Ooh. Oh, then the Northwest. Oh, interesting. Well, they shouldn't be there. Um, let's see who's on the Rockets or the Spur. Oh, Spur. Um, Kevin Porter, Keldon, Keldon Johnson. Oh, mm. nope. oh, it's oh where's number three? Kevin Porter, then, right? I think he might wear three. Yeah, let's see some Kevin. Boom, there yes. it is. Yes. There it is. See, if we scrolled a little bit further, it would have said hell tier on the side, and then we would have we would have known for sure. That's right. Um, oh, oh, the and this if we did silhouette, that probably would have given that away. I too. think that definitely would have <laughs> <laughs> There's like four people in the league with this much hair, and two of them are Jalen Green and Kevin Porter and Kevin Porter <laughs> right. So okay. Not bad. Not bad. Uh let us take a break. Let's take a 10-minute break. We'll come back. We'll talk a little NBA. We'll talk some NBA rumors. Talk some NBA rumors, some coaching hires, 
some little news, some some of this, some of that. You know how it go. So 10-minute break, five-star review wherever you're hearing us. Thumbs up on the YouTube. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe uh, in the chat so you can join us on the other side of a break. Hey, welcome back. Hour two, hump day. Let's get into some of our uh, NBA-adjacent stuff. I guess there was uh, some rumor mill, hot stove stuff. I think it was uh, Jake Fisher Bleacher Report. Let's see what the... What's the word here? OG Ananobi. So the worst rounding OG Ananobi's trade candidacy. Featuring Portland and Utah. New York's options at point guard if they do strike out on Jalen Brunson. And the latest coaching intel from Charlotte. Uh, do tell. Jake Fisher. The man on the street, Jake Fisher. He's got boots on the ground. And right oh, here. Here we go. hold on. Yeah, go up to the one before the paragraph right before. There we, following a standout season from rookie of the year, Scotty Barnes, word has circulated among rival front offices that Ananobi grew sad, dissatisfied, grew dissatisfied at times with his role in Toronto, where Barnes joined Pascal Siakam and Fred Van Fleet as the primary ball handlers in Nick Nurse's offense. Two sources with knowledge of the dynamic. Told Bleacher Report, Ananobi has not directly expressed discontent with this situation with the Raptors. Perhaps, <clears throat> perhaps the conversation around him has been driven more by external interest in acquiring the fifth-year Ford's services. Hmm. So this sounds, so, <laughs> it sounds more like the outside teams are trying to drum up this discontent. Yeah, listen, me, a team that wants OG Ananobi. You know who I've heard is unhappy? OG <laughs> Ananobi. This is, Brian says, why would a tanking? Well, here's a, we think Portland should tank. As long as they have Dame, they're not going to tank. So that would be there. And yeah, I bet I bet Portland and Utah could use a 6'8 guy that defends, hits the three, can score 17. I bet they could. So it's like, what, I mean, did he say he was dissatisfied? Nah, we can tell. This is the stuff where it's like, I don't, I believe, I think it was Jake, I believe he heard this, mm-hmm. but does this have to be reported? Like, you know what I'm saying? If there's no legit smoke from inside the organization. Right. Or his is this new? Yeah. You know what I mean? Now, it, it, I know you, you know, you want to be ahead of a story. If he does the unlike or unfollow all everybody on the Raptors, you want to be ahead of that. I get, but it's like I, sources trying to acquire this guy. Yeah, comments that they do it to Jalen. Yeah, it's just, it, it's his turn mm-hmm. right now, pretty much. And that's not just, maybe he is unhappy. Maybe we'll see, but I don't know. Grew, growing dissatisfied at times with your role can be very true and can also not be this guy once out. Right. Of Toronto. So this this feels like a lot about nothing. What are the other rumors we're hearing? Um... Well, it does say Toronto is widely known to covet a starting center. Um, uh, well, yeah, let's, let's see. They chased Jared Allen, asked about Miles Turner and Sabonis, Jakob Pert. I have heard some some Gobert to Toronto intrigue, and I guess that's where Utah would come in, but I'm not trading the 24-year-old guy for Rudy Gobert. Sorry. He not just Ananobi. wants to speak French again. Native that's what language. it is. He just wants to. He just likes being overseas, man. I think he's uh, a uh, Great Britain uh, OG, <laughs> and yeah, Utah and Portland. I bet, I bet they would. I bet they would. Only those two teams. So, 
I don't. This one smell like bunk to me. Yeah. Yeah. Corey says OG to the Pelicans. OG to like twenty nine teams would be great. So I, <laughs> yeah, that would track. What's next? Who else we got? I know that's Rudy Gobert's hair. Yep. Gotta be. Gotta be. Yep. So it says the Jazz are weighing trade possibilities with three-time Defensive Player of the Year Rudy Gobert, who NBA sources have pegged as one of Toronto's targets to satisfy its appetite for a starting rim protector. So these OG Ananobi rumors are coming from Utah. Yes, that's what. <laughs> that's oh, what... <laughs> dude, it's fucking Danny Ainge. Oh my God, it's Danny Ainge. Snake. Trader Danny. Of course, it's da- dude. Danny Ainge is just like you know. I'm hearing OG's pretty unhappy and yeah, I heard he's pissed. Someone That's might want to trade Rudy for him. <laughs> Not me though. Someone <laughs> no. Um, this is gonna be yeah part six of who did Danny Ainge almost trade for? You know they man they were this close to getting Ananobi school. They would they wouldn't give up a, a top fifty eight protected second round pick. They balked at it. It was just too much. So. Uh, mm. Port- the thing I don't hate it for Portland because Portland has kind of that kind of has been out there. It's like they're willing to use the number seven pick mm-hmm. to move on. And if I'm Toronto, I'm moving on. I want the number seven pick before go, but as badly as they want a center, I just feel like I could find a center maybe with that number seven pick. Like maybe my my uh, my option might not be trading for the old man. And what do we have here about the Knicks? Uh, before we move on to that, it does say Detroit's known asking price for Jeremy Grant is two first-round picks or a first and a promising rookie-scale prospect. Uh, I mean, you have to ask for a lot, mm-hmm. right? You can't. Oh, we'll take we'll, we'll take anything for him. You have to ask for a lot. I'm. I think it's almost time. I think Jeremy Grant can be paid again. So you would be trading two first-round picks for the right to pay Jeremy Grant a lot of money, which I think I'm just. I'm I think I'm set. set. Yeah, good. A, a first and a player, maybe depending on the player, of course. But two first or two, like two. I'll give you a nice player or a nice pick, Jeremy Grant. Both. I think I'm good. Yeah, yeah. Like Corey said, Mark Mark Williams would be. I'm seeing him going behind Jalen Duran as, tar- as far as bigs in the draft, and I'm I'm team Mark Williams over Duran, but. What uh, what's what's the latest on the oh Donovan Mitchell story? So this is all just a Utah scoop. What else do we have? Um, league sources regularly mention New York's main offseason focus is to improve at the point guard position, but acquiring Utah's other All Star Donovan Mitchell remains highly unlikely. Mm. Um, uh, New York's there's high healthy skepticism around the NBA that New York's best offer for Mitchell would trump other teams' pursuits. Um, would it? Such as potential package from Miami that would center around Tyler Hero. Yeah, listen, we'll get to that when we rebuild Miami. I think it's just going to be Hero and Duncan Robinson and whatever picks they have are going to turn into Zach Levine or Bradley Bill or Donovan Mitchell or some other guard that we don't know is available yet. That's just how this goes. New York, I just don't, if New York is not putting R.J. Bear into the package, which I'm not if I'm New York, does their package exceed a lot of, like, that's the piece I want. I like quickly. I like topping. The picks are cool, but if you're not trading Barrett, then, yeah, I'm shopping around, baby. Brantley says, I give Detroit a first and job. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You could get a first and a young player, promise, is in the eye of the beholder. 
but I, I can't give up all that for for Jeremy Grant. Dane says he's convinced himself that the Heat are getting Mitchell. Poll time, school. Okay. Poll time. Say it costs the same for my own with the only Miami. It's the same for Miami to acquire all three of these guys. Who should the Heat get? I need an option for Bradley Bill, who's a free agent. Zach Levine, who is a free agent. Donovan Mitchell, who is not, but maybe on the move. Maybe on the move. Uh, so heat culture can't save the elderly. We're going to see. Bill Levine and Donovan Mitchell. Bradley Beal, Zach Levine, Donovan Mitchell. Who should the Heat? Because I do think they will be. It's time to pay Harrow as well. But this is the last year that they can trade him while he's cheap. And then have somebody else deal with what they want to pay him. So I think there's a case for all these guys. Right, of course. They need another creator. And Bill Levine and Mitchell would each check that box. I'm curious to see who chat picks. And then we'll talk about that a little bit. This is talking about Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunt, next salary expected to exceed 20. It's going to exceed $20 million annually. Yeah, it says here, Mark Cuban reaffirmed the confidence team personnel have projected in keeping Brunson. So, Yeah, and again, they're, they're the only team, unless it goes sign and trade, they're the only team that can offer the fifth year, mm-hmm. which counts. So it's going to be more than $20 million. So I hope they got that out of there a long time ago. And what else to say about the Knicks here? Um, they already came close to sending out Alec Burks and Nerlens Noel at the trade deadline to clear salary for a run at Brunson. At this hmm. point in the NBA calendar, to move off of unwanted contracts, league executives believe New York would have to trade either the number 11 pick in June's draft or promising young point guard Emmanuel quickly to entice a rival team to take on any salary. Interesting. Yes, but the Knicks can propose something to Brunson. Dallas cannot. Unquestioned roles a starting point guard and the lead ball handler. Same would be Detroit. I think Detroit would be a good signing for Brunson. And again, he is unrestricted. So Dallas cannot get cute with that first offer. It's not a, well, let's go out and get some offers and come back and we'll match it. He don't have to. He can. But if he wants to say, hey, New York gave me five for 125 or four for 100, whatever, and I, if we sign and trade, I can get the extra one. They got to come up off. Uh, before we don't close the poll yet, but school, who do you say? Miami should acquire Bill, Levine, or Mitchell. Who do you say? Um, Zach Levine. I really like him. I think he's like a, like a very well rounded player. Like, he. Like we've we've said it before, he's not the best defender, but he he's he's not getting burned. Like he doesn't have say, stats about getting burned. I think he's the best defender of these three, which I think says more about the other two True. than him. But he's got the athleticism. Mitchell is the like the I guess the case for each, Bill is the most accomplished. I think he scored like thirty points in a game back to back seasons or damn close. And if you put him on, like he's never had anywhere close to what the Heat have. Also a free agent. Like just somebody who's a free agent will take less to acquire than Donovan Mitchell, who was already locked up. Levine, I prefer Levine. Like a little bit bigger. I think he's a better shooter. Um, 
I would go. I would go Levine. The case for Mitchell is I believe he's the youngest guys probably by multiple years he's like that's the case he's the, like he's already made the all-star team a couple years younger i just don't he's a 6-1 guy and if they're like you're gonna have lowry and donovan mitchell as your backcourt like two six foot guy like that doesn't seem to track i think he's maybe the uh, maybe him or bill he just i think he's a volume shooter i don't know if the heat need a like a efficient creator not necessarily a volume shooter um, stop the poll. Let us see now. So Let us see now. Zach Levine did win. Real? I thought I thought Donovan would. Oh, I thought Donovan third would. Third place, bringing up the rear. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, yeah, I didn't even vote. Sixty-one uh, percent Levine, twenty-seven percent Bill, eleven percent Mitchell. What? The, could you? Can you give me the ages? And then we'll come back to this Bleacher article. Uh, yeah. In my head, I have Levine, excuse me, Bill Oldest, then Levine, then Mitchell. But I won't, let's see. Uh, Zach Levine is 95, so he's already turned 27. Yep. Already turned 27. We're looking at Bradley Bill. 28. Bradley Bill is about to turn 29 this month. So he is two years older. And I think Mitchell might be two years younger than Levine. Mitchell is 25, will turn 26 this year. So he's one year younger than Levine. Uh, I think I would take Levine. Yeah. He's about to have his prime. Levine. Yeah. So one of them's not the best player on his team. I think there's a case. That, well, Bill's the only one, but you can make a case that Levine's not the best player on his team and Mitchell's not the best player on his team. I would go for Levine. Maybe I don't. Know, you just send some of that stuff. But I just think Mitchell would take so much to get because they don't have to trade. Like they can trade him to highest bidder. If Zach Levine or Bradley Beal says I want to go to Miami, then that's just where they'll go. So back to the Knicks. Uh, the Knicks. Oh, brother, have pointed to D'Angelo Russell. Oh no. I think the paragraph before that is good too. Oh, let's see. Elsewhere in the point guard, nearest interest. Oh, and Jaden Ivey has been often repeated by league personnel. Ivey all select all but assured to be selected within the first six picks, where the Pacers are considered by several executives contacted by his floor. So feels like some Pacer propaganda. Pacers like, hey man, we we we, we could pick him. If not, right, somebody else could pick him. Um, yeah, like Toby points out, Mitchell is baby Wade, only not as good as anything. I think that's fair to point out. If the Knicks can get D'Angelo Russell, man, that's a win for the Timberwolves. <laughs> that's a win for the Timberwolves. And the thing I've been thinking lately, the Kings are at four, right? Uh-huh. The Hawks. Travis Slink has moved up twice in the draft. He's not afraid to move up. The thing I wonder is if the Hawks, and we'll get to them, if they make a trade up in the draft or play, and then also like a trade for like go for Gobert. Yeah, like a like a, like two splashes. The Hawks are not. I feel like every other day I'm just like, or the owner, or somebody else is like, we're not standing pat. Thanks, and that's the whole press conference. Hmm. I think they're going to be some major splashes, and one of which would be like if you trade for two players, you got to pay for two. Player, you know what I mean? Duh. But if you trade for one of which is a rookie, you get him at least cheap. True. That is Let's true. See. JR says, Can Ivy play? The- He's 
He could, but I, I think his best role is going to be off ball, two guard, whatever you want to call it. But he could in theory. But the, yeah, Russell just needs to not be on the Timberwolves if they're serious. Smitty said, I just want LeBron off the Lakers. Ooh, I got bad news. Got bad yeah, news. I was going to say, uh, we need to fast forward Smitty to what, 2026? <laughs> <laughs> when the old man is uh, hanging it up, Microsoft seen mocks to have the Hawks. Well, it, it makes sense because the Hawks, Kings want to win now. And they have like ready made. It's like, hey, we give you the 12th pick and a herder. Can we move up to four or the 12th pick and Herder and something else? And we swap picks or something. So I think it makes some sense. Nick's not expected to make a run at Colin Sexton. That's interesting. It's Even just, if I wasn't, I feel like I'd say I was going to make a run at him. Detroit and Washington are mentioned, though, for Sexton. Detroit and Washington. I'm saying, yeah, Mitchell Rob Mitchell Robinson is somebody I wonder about because he's somebody. If the Suns do decide to move on from Aiden, it's like, okay, we can just piece this together with cheaper. It's like, listen, man, if you could get Mitchell Robinson, who I think is unrestricted, JaVale and Biombo, it's just like, hey, we'll just run back. A le- like, he's not Aiden, of course, but we'll spend that money elsewhere. And I feel like Mitchell Robinson kind of been forgotten about. Yeah, he gets a lot of blocks. Yeah, blocks. He shoots like seventy percent because he's all dunks. Not a perfect player, but he did play under Tibbs. I'm willing to give anybody that played under Tibbs. Uh, That's right. Good for the doubt. They, when, when they you, are getting Bulls versus Knicks in the chat now. This is going too far. What do you say, school? When you get out from under Tibbs that first year, I always give him a boost, a boon. They're just a, That's what I'm inspired saying. to play great. Like again, if I'm the Suns and the options are, hey, thirty-five million for DeAndre Ayton, or it's like, hey, let, okay, we got Biombo and JaVale. I don't even know what it would take Mitchell Robson. Eight million? Like, not as much. And it's like, let's try to find another shot creator. And we'll see. So I, I'm curious where Mitchell Robson ends up. Does it, like, solo points out, fouls a lot. Yeah. Fouls a lot. So it, whoever, whatever your center rotation is, you have to have another option. Like, because he can't play 36, 38, man. You probably don't want him to. Who else we got? What's the other news? Um, the Pistons are expected to use their cap to acquire one impact player in the front court and back court. Uh, they make a move. I'm Pistons could do like Pistons walk out of way, uh, walk out of this with like Ivy and a- and they're just ready to go. I wouldn't hate it. Charlotte has a coaching search because Sacramento got Mike Brown, the Lakers got Darvin Ham. I think that happened again. Yep, and that's... now Charlotte. I'm not happy losing Darvin Ham. That's going to hurt. Listen, the Bucks, the fans, the players, by all accounts, the Ham man was beloved. I mean, people wanted him to take over for Bud. After we won the ring, they wanted him to get rid of Bud and make Darvin Ham the coach. I mean, we're going to see. I, I know, like, the, the case for Ham is, like, basically the Yudoka package, right? He was a role player, won a championship there, assistant coach, won a championship there came from like a good infrastructure as a coach and you hope he could just hit the ground running mm-hmm. and hey hopefully he will and then but you still have bud so there's always that i think he's getting a lifetime contract scoop i'm also hearing such that's fine I'm, <laughs> he earned it. You, you win the ring you win the ring that's right um and when he said mitch from the two shit in the offseason would dribble around like ai and shoot threes i feel like all the big men do that 
All the big men do that. I, I saw. I remember Stephen Adams was coming off curls and hitting threes in the corner last summer. Scoop. I said, "Are you kidding me? For what? What, what needs what needs to go wrong in a Grizzlies game where John Moran is like, we need the Stephen popping free in the three for the corner play now? Now, damn it, uh, Jaws kicking out to Adams wide open in in the pocket. Splash. Yeah. How, how much? Yes. How much vertical you think he gets on his three pointer? Probably like one inch, and he's just like. He couldn't jump over the Sunday paper. Um said this old man from Chicago. He can't stand how sorry the Bulls have been since MJ. I'm with your old man, brother. He gave y'all the head start of all head starts. You talk about bluffing it. Um so yeah, who the Hornets gonna get? Mike D'Antoni? Uh yes. Mike D'Antoni and Atkinson. I um, guess. Uh, oh, we also saw the Quinn Snyder. I said that during the season. I do not think Quinn Snyder coaches. I thought it would be for Lakers. That one is filled. But it is sounding like that might be. There we go. It says Coach Quinn Snyder's future remains unclear. The possibility exists that he could extend his eight-year tenure with the Jazz. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, they offered him a contract extension maybe last year or before the year. And he turned it down, which is generally a bad sign. And co- like all they want is guaranteed years, right? So when they turn it down, feels like something. If I'm, I mean, if I'm Quinn Snyder, I'm just snuff, like, how's this gonna go? I'm not signing up to coach a non-Gobert, non-Mitchell team, mm-hmm. but I'm also not signing up to coach the same exact team. Like, I need to see, like, what kind of moves are y'all gonna make? Might be time for me to uh, mosey on. You might want the Sixers job. I mean, Maury said Doc Rivers will be their coach. Yeah, okay. You have the G League team, the 87ers. He didn't say what team. Um, No, I could definitely see Snyder out of there. And he's a coach that I feel like there are some teams that would probably fire their current coach for him. So, like, the open jobs current probably doesn't tell the whole story. Yeah. Portland, if they decide not to tank, not to do the keep Billups to fall on the Winbanyama sword. Mm Mm-hmm. He'd make some sense in Portland. Uh, give me standings real quick while we're on ESPN. Yeah. Quinn's, hey, I thought Quinn was going to go to the Sixers or the Lakers, man. And if I'm the Lakers, I would get rid of Doc Rivers for Quinn Snyder. Probably so. Pro- let's see. So of these teams here, scroll to the top. Who's look? Who might be looking for a new coach? Miami, no. Boston, no. Milwaukee, but on the hot seat? Nah. Um, now, Philly, not, not unless Doc leaves. Chicago, I think Donovan's good. I think Nash is KD's guy. Okay. So as long as, as, long as like, he's literally the only reason to shoot with me in Golden State uh, before the game. So as long as KD is there, I think that's Nash's guy. Hawks are interesting because I don't think they're looking to, like, move on from Nate McMillan now, but along with the, they keep saying, like, shake it up, shake it up, shake it up. I just don't think anybody but probably Trey is safe. But I could see McMillan getting like one more year or middle of the year. He came in middle of the year. Cleveland's good on coach. Charlotte's who we're talking about. New York, the Knicks need a coach, but don't know they need a coach. So there's that. They will one, halfway through this season. Uh, maybe. They didn't this year. I, I, just, I just don't know about them, school. Washington, Indiana, Detroit, Orlando. I feel like all those coaches are, pro- yeah, all those are pretty new even though if i'm indiana i would get rid of rick carlisle for quinn snyder 
Looking yeah. at the West now, Phoenix is good. Memphis, Golden State, Dallas is good. Utah could use a Quinn Snyder. Um, is um, Denver, Minnesota, yeah. Is Greg Popovich retired this year? Or is it next year? Uh, I don't think he said. To be honest, yeah. I don't think he said so. Quinn Snyder Spurs? after a year, take a year off, re- rehab that hip surgery he got. Them Something pop, to consider. Pop one more hurrah. And he he walks right into that. I don't hate that. Minnesota's got their coach. I think the Pelicans have their coach. Clippers have theirs. Lakers just got theirs. Kings just got theirs. Poor, yeah, nobody else is looking for a coach, I don't believe. But yeah, if Quinn Snyder says, yes, I will coach Portland, Billups will be out of there. If he said, yes, I'm willing to coach. I think if he said, I'm willing to coach the Knicks, I wonder if they'd move on Tibbs. I, I think, think they so. should. I don't know if they would. Um, think- said he wants some more taxidermy. Maybe later, my friend. Everyone loved it. I think San Antonio. That would be. That's. I kind of don't hate that. I kind of like Pop got the record. Give him a year if he wants to do like a farewell tour or to just run up the record. I mean, they they were ten. They made the play in, so like close ish. Maybe like okay, let's go off with one playoff run. Hand it over to Quinn Snyder and go from there. Um, don't hate it. What the? What else in the Bleacher Report? Are um. Let's see. Um, that's it. That was it. Let's see. That's just Dan Tom. Okay. Yep. Okay. Got a little uh, a little roundup. Just how many coaches are safe? I don't think it's a whole. I think it's what like if your team recently stopped playing, you're probably pretty safe. If you had a first year coach that had a nice run, like Kid or Willie Green or. Like Jamal Mosley, Orlando finished first, but I feel like they're happy with him. Anybody in that middle? Anybody in that middle might. I think about Dwayne. I think Casey's fine as a coach, but I also know he's older in this term. I don't, I don't know how much of a rebuild he wants to just to be a part of. Wait, Dwayne but if, Casey? Yeah. That, 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 like he's just he's pretty good. But I'm saying he's fine, but they're all like they're a really young team that's not necessarily that close. I don't think like even if they start being competitive, like the last when he was coaching the Raptors, they were trying to win some championships. So if he's willing to, you know, take those bumps, that's, he was at the playoff games with Cade and with some of their young guys. So maybe he is their guy. Yeah, that's why I don't. I think I feel Detroit views him as a luxury because he got fired coming off of that Coach of the Year win. You know. Mm-hmm. And then went right to Detroit, who always struggles. So I feel like they want that that proven winning coach. Yeah, I don't. Again, they're, like they're, I think they're they're trying to build the base for like sustainability. Mm-hmm. And I think Dwayne Casey is a good coach for that. I do want like say they if they do get say Aiton and Brunson or Ivy like two guys and they kind of fast forward. Are they going to hang with them? Or are they going to be like, okay, we're ready to win now? Mm-hmm. We're ready to fast forward, but either way, I think for this year he's probably good. Else we got? Oh, let's talk a little bit more finals. A little bit more finals because I heard. I want to talk about that. We talked good organization versus players the other day, and this is good organization versus good organization. And I heard that these two teams are number one and number two in the league. And guys on their roster right now that were drafted by that team. 
So it feels like a good nod for uh, organization over player. But what do you know? <laughs> Colt, <laughs> I do love the preview. I died. Uh, Looney, man. I don't know why Looney being on the finals preview is just so funny to me. He just, nobody told him don't smile. You're not supposed to smile that hard. You've been here before, Kevon. Yeah, every picture I've ever seen of Kevon Looney, he's got the largest smile in the world on his face. So I think he's just a happy guy. He's living life. He's like, man, I make millions of dollars to play in the Bay and get none of the blame. I get all of the rings if we win and none of the blame if we like, (laughs) I'm cooking. Um, so yeah, good organization. First good organization. I still don't know what I I'm still thinking about a, a finals pick, man. Because I also saw Boston went four and zero in games that included clutch time. Okay, so clutch time is defined by the NBA as a span the final five minutes or overtime in which the lead is within five points. So final five minutes of overtime or the game lead within five points. They went four and zero against the Nets, and then went two and four in those such games against the Bucks and the Heat. So they were clutch against the team they swept, and a little bit less clutch against a little bit better teams. And now this team is good and healthy. I don't know. Saw so the Celtics roster enters the NBA Finals with zero games of Finals experience. Golden State has 123 games of final experience on their roster. So this is the third finals in NBA history where one team had a 100-plus games of finals experience and the other team had zero. It's the first time since 1997. The Bulls had 134 games. The Jazz had zero. And the Bulls won. So that, the experience, and the health. Actually, yeah, can you give me the, uh, the Warriors um, injury report or whatever? I just want to see what Iguodala, what GP2, and Otto Porter. Uh, <laughs> Jeff said he gets it, but he needs a Celtic sweep. I don't think either side is getting swept. I don't think either side is getting swept. Let's see. Let's see. Steve Kerr addressed the media on Monday when asked about Peyton Porter, Iguodala. Said that none of them scrimmaged, but they all took part in practice, all progressing, doing pretty well. We'll have an update again tomorrow and the next day. We'll see where it goes. Uh, Curb is hard to provide, yada, yada, yada. So, I don't know. It just feels like the Warriors have all the experience, all the rest. But I kind of feel like the Celtics are a better team. It's quite the conundrum, school. Yeah, I think... um... It's like we talked about yesterday, the turnovers. I think that's what it's going to come down to. If the Warriors are sloppy and lackadaisical like they, we've seen them be, Celtics will just run them over. They, they play that kind of defense, it feels like. Well, that, and that's the, like they, they, I mean, they both play that kind of defense. It's like I don't think either, neither side has seen like a team that prepped them for this. Like, does the finals, you see the best team. but. Warriors didn't have a series go past six. And a couple of those, I feel like every series the Warriors were in, they could have ended a game sooner if they wanted to. Yeah. They could have swept the Nuggets. You know what I mean? If they want, if they were like, we're sweeping the Nuggets, they would have swept the Nuggets. They lost that 50-whatever point to the Grizzlies, came back and dominated, had a chance to sweep the Mavericks mm-hmm. and didn't. 
Celtics on the flip side went to two seven two game sevens, but against hobble teams. Yeah, I saw. I think Corey said the East was <laughs> fake good. The East was the East was just top heavy. Like Celtics were legit. I was gonna say healthy Nets. That don't even really count. But the healthy Heat were legit. The healthy Sixers. The top was really heavy, but then six, seven, and eight was the Hawks in there and the Hornets in there and. I think the West topped the, like the Pelicans was what, 9 10 seed that gave the one seed a little fight. So, yeah, and like Habitual said, Celtics haven't been healthy either. But going forward, I feel like the Warriors are going to be healthier. Like, I think the Robert Williams thing is legit. Yeah, it sounds like he's got pain pretty much every game he plays. Yeah, and it's like, what makes Robert Williams Robert Williams is like his ability to get, like just get off the floor and block shots or alley oops or anything. And if he doesn't have that, I wonder how much they can play him mm-hmm. because they have Grant Williams, they have backup options. But if he's just not going to have that lift, and if he's not going to have that lift, I think we get a little bit more Kevon Looney, Mister uh, Mister Cheshire Cat. Look, we. I'm not joking. Kevon Looney is going to play a crucial role in this series. He's either going to get played off the court or he's going to average a double-double for me. Like, come Finals on. MVP. Uh, Dude, Kevon Looney Finals MVP. I wonder how much that ticket yeah. would get you. Look up those odds. Yeah. Look up the Finals oh, yeah. MVP odds. Let's we'll see what happens if we lay down the... the uh... Let's see. Here we go. The Kevon Looney slip. MVP Cliffs and Rob likely out game one. Oh, here. Oh no, let's count it down. This is much better. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we let's got. See. So we're looking at Andrew Wiggins plus forty one hundred. Grant, Grant Williams. Williams. Grant Williams will not win the final. I'm sorry. Uh, Clutch Clay. Close him out, Clay. Close him out, Clay. Sixteen hundred. Interesting. Um, let's see, Looney might not play to keep Rob. Is Looney? I feel like it might be the other way around. Unless Looney, like if Rob don't play, I feel like Looney can play a little bit. Draymond plus eighteen hundred, and he's just gonna have a four point game or get thrown out one game. Al Horford plus twelve hundred. No, plus is that twelve thousand? Twelve thousand. Yes. Excuse, <laughs> excuse me. Plus twelve thousand for Al. 3000 for Jordan Poole. I just, I don't know how much he's going to be able to play, like, just defensively. They're going to go at him. So I don't know if he'll play, like, the 38 minutes a game he needs to. Jalen Brown is at plus 1100. I, I like Jalen because J- Jason Tatum has those games where he'll kind of have a stinker, you know, like four for 16, four for 20. And Jalen's always kind of consistently there. That that seems more like a Finals MVP winner type vibe, you know. Plus eleven hundred. I like. I mean, those. it's just one of those like if you think this. I've seen a lot of people pick this up, like rightfully so. He's the second best player. Plus eleven hundred, not terrible odds. Who and we're not, he's not even in the top three. Who else we got? Marcus Smart plus four forty five hundred. He gets up for these kinds of things. Ay ay ay. Plus forty five hundred though. That's it's a little long. That's a little long. Uh, and the top two, I'm guessing, are Steph and T- Steph is <laughs> plus one twenty. Mm-hmm. So 
not even worth it. Um, and they didn't even have Kavan Looney in the final. The it's odds. Bull. It's bull. Hold on. This is this will have all of them. There we go. Yeah. There we, we go. go. Ten thousand for our boy Kavan hey, Looney. I'm just okay. What's the we got to set the scene for Kevon Looney to win Finals MVP? Let's say Robert Williams. The knee's just a no go. Knee's just a no go. He's out or hobbled. Kevon Looney is just. I think he's just gobbling up offensive rebounds. Twelve for twenty four every night. Just they got eat. the. They got the bulk like Grant Williams and Horford. He just slithers around him, man. He, he's a little snake in there. He's, he's a Milwaukee smiling snake. the entire time. Yeah, just grinning and just uh, uh, and put back. He's quicker. I think he might be one of those. Again, I said it for Dallas. People think they can get Kevon Looney on a switch and think they have an advantage. You don't. He's a good defender. Like, no hot take, nothing. He's big. He's smart. He doesn't leave his feet. So it's like you're not going to pump fake him. You're not going to get him jumping all crazy. He can't jump that fast. He can't get that high. So, yeah, like AC's division, Looney gets a triple double. He's just packing it. Get that out of here, smart. Plus 4,500, my butt. That's right. He locks everyone down, averages 22 rebounds. That's how we get this final MVP for him. I'm just saying, let's do the top of this one. I think it's the same. This, okay, yeah, 110 for Steph, 170 for Tatum. 1,100 for Brown, 1,500. These, God, these are all so nasty. Derek White, 15,000. Come on, man. This final, if it's back and forth blowouts like the rest of the series. God, I, that's, a, that's literally the only thing I want it not to be. I might be Don't out on the wins. NBA. <laughs> this is read. I will not be silent. I don't feel like the longest odds. Who has the best over? Who has the best plus one thousand odds? Um, like a thousand or higher. I'm gonna say for Golden State, Clay Thompson because of the comeback story. Mm. And then I really like Jalen, but I'm gonna say Marcus Smart for the defense. You know, Defensive Player of the Year, Finals MVP. I'll say that. Can you look up who votes for a finals MVP? Because this is, again, like why... For a couple of years, it was just whoever... It was a LeBron won the finals MVP or whoever guarded LeBron the finals MVP. Um, like, why won one? Media members. Yeah, it, it, this, but there's nine votes. I need to know who. I need names. Um, uh, do, no names? I bet it ain't. Mm-hmm. They want because this is you mentioned narrative, and I was like, This is the oh, good So it's it's done random selection of award voters that are at the finals. So that's what's yeah, so it, it's legit like nine, nine or 11 people. You just need a majority of like nine or 11 people to be like, you know, Marcus Smart has worked the hardest. I mean, what if you know Looney? You know, so what if the light shines and it's like Bill Simmons? Your vote counts tonight. Come on down. <laughs> I voted for Jalen Green. That's my boy. Um, Corey, Corey says Smart's gonna be flopping too much and won't get the calls. That's why I, those those odds are a little high because he'll have his Marcus Smart have like an eight for twenty two shooting night, and everybody be like, "Man, he was on fire." Yeah. So I, mm, 
I'd probably just go Steph or Tatum. It's no odds. That I probably I wouldn't even the odds not even worth it. Yeah, no, but, not really. But Jalen, Jalen Brown, I think if you're gonna play if, if you're gonna play one with the look of like bang for your buck, I think Jalen Brown's probably the best choice there. And Jalen yeah, and Clay. Say, yeah. Like whoever you like if you think Celtics or Warriors are winning, then your best game of skills probably yeah something on that and then probably something on tatum and then also like just cover all your bases yeah i want something on the celtics win something on fine on tatum or brown for the finals mvp yep and i will stop watching basketball smart wins finals mvp i'm not far away from you bro i'm not far away from you uh if i have to see marcus smart hold up that trophy and more importantly he can hold up the trophy i'm fine with him the you know what the Boston fans will turn into if Marcus Smart wins the Finals MVP? School. Hey, I, do you like? Do you understand what will happen? Boston fans, they need to, they need to take a long look in the mirror. We had people, one man, one man. I'm not gonna name names, but he tweeted at us and said we are the the biggest Celtics haters, and he said we probably won't even talk about the games if they win the finals. Yep. <laughs> Which is just hour two of the show all during. What, what y'all do last night? Y'all eat some good dinner? Y'all reading the good books? And I was just, I was just like, man, it, that, that was like after a day where we were like, we were hyping them up the whole show. <laughs> Listen, this is the same me that first round and before he was in some of them bad games. And I still stand on this. I said non Giannis division. Jason Tate was a top five player right now. I said that first round. I stand on that. Last round, I said, I think these Celtics are getting through and going to win the title. I don't know if I stand on that one. But look, everybody, if you're not a Celtics fan, you hate the Celtics to their fans. So I, I've already, mm-hmm. I, that's just how it is. But now I kind of, yeah, Aiden, no, uh, truly, I love you. But uh, listen, the Marcus Smart B tier, all of it. And I was trying to think, like, normally, Kentucky guys, there's no Kentucky guys in this series, so I don't have. A, so I was like, okay, do I have I talked to any of these guys? I interviewed Derek White; he was cool. I interviewed Damon Stoudemire, who was assistant coach on the Celtics; he was really cool. So if I had any horse there, it's them. But it is much more fun to let Celtics fans think you hate them. I'm not gonna lie. True, I because was they, I was debating saying Warriors <laughs> at four, but that that would be too much. I'd be, I think Listen, they'd be outside your house like them little bitty owls. Yeah, no, I'm I'm um, I'm standing on Celtics and seven. I'm I'm going Celtics and seven. I'm ready to make my call. I don't know if you are, but I am. I'm, oh man, oh man, I really. It just keeps coming back to the same things for me. Like I think the Celt, like top to bottom, I think the Celtics are a better team. But they're not so much better to me that the Warriors experience age, coaching, like all that stuff. But Steve Kerr only loses playoff series the first year coaches, Scoob. Did you know that? I, I actually didn't know that, but that I, was, is, I was also thinking, like, that's what I'm going on here, you know? Stuff like he has that. Lost, he's lost two playoff series in his career to the Cavs, Tyron Lue, first year head coach. To the Raptors, Nick Nurse, first-year head coach. And now, Ime Yudoka. And, you know, running into a coach for the first time in the finals, like, you got zero prep time against how they coach, how they got That's, their players playing. Like I know the yeah, what's been going around is, like, the Celtics. In the Steve Kerr era, the Celtics are the only team with a winning run against the Warriors, which I think it which counts to an extent. Mm-hmm. But how many of those was Isaiah Thomas or Kyrie or Gordon Hayward 
True. You know what I mean? Or the year when Steph played five games, Clay was out for two years. So I don't know how much we can put in that, even acknowledging like, hey, they like they clearly play them well. Mm-hmm. So it's either they the talent fits well. I think they just match up well, like physically, mm-hmm. like Tatum Brown smart for the war. I think it's a good matchup. I'm seeing some Terrence says maybe even five. I don't think anybody wins the series in five. Rick said um, Warriors in five. I, I just don't. I think I don't see that. The Warriors maybe could, but I think it's way more likely it goes to seven one way or the th- other. Yeah. It's one of those like, I think the Celtics defense is too good. And I think the Warriors, I'm just exper- like, again, even the series they lost, they go down fighting. Yeah. They lost in seven to the Cavs, lost in six to the Warriors with no Clay and KD. Like, they're not rolling over on. That's why I don't think either one of these teams rolling over. I'd be surprised to see it less than five. Uh, I, I, we can do, how many options can we do in a poll, school? Four? Uh, four, I believe, yeah. Give me, give me a Celtics and six, Celtics and seven, Warriors and six, Warriors and seven. And let's see. Celtics. <laughs> okay, wait, 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 wait. What did you want? Celtics and six? Uh, yeah, Celtics and six. Warriors and Option six. Option for Celtics. Yeah, Celtics and six, Warriors and six, Celtics and seven, Warriors and seven. Because I, I, I disavow the five-game room on, on either. Yeah, I'm with Con- I think it's six games minimum. All right. Boom. Minimum. I, I did see in the last series, the Celtics series, someone, they bet on... Th- Every result of the game, like correctly, like oh, I saw that. Yeah, like Boston won. Yeah, Miami game two, Miami game three. Ball, yeah, what I did. It it was only it was ten to win nine hundred dollars. Like what? I, that that's a fake slip, man. Right, like that's I think that's, that's got to be fake, right? Like, dude, if you pick, I don't know what the. Can you give me series odds while we let the votes pop? Like, uh, like you might yeah. get series odds better than that. If you pick in every single game for a seven game series, you're getting better. You should be getting better than nine hundred dollars. Um, so Hingman says he's a dumb guy, so it's nice and easy. Celtics have an elite defense, okay offense. Warriors have elite defense, elite offense, open and shut. No, the Celtics got like a top five. Like their their offense is better than okay. This is actually exactly what we want to look at here. This is okay. So the odds. Warriors winning 4-0 is plus 1,200. I just I just don't see a universe where that happens. I just don't. Warriors in six is plus 550. Warriors in seven plus 325. Celtics in six plus 350. Celtics in seven plus 600. So now, if I were a game of skilling man, I'd put something on Warriors in six and also Celtics in seven. Yeah. Those just feel like yep. the best bang for your buck. Yeah. Cause you, cause, yeah. I think, I think you can see that that's what they kind of think. If the Warriors win, it's over before it gets to seven. And if the Celtics win. If it goes that far. Yeah. Then... Yeah. Yeah. They don't even think it goes that far. They think. They think that they'll end it in six. Like it's unlikely they need seven. That's strange. That's what this. We got to see. Uh, that, I know we don't have our officiating assignments yet. We, yeah, we got to get it. We, we're getting at least two Scott Foster beauties. 
I don't think the Celtics are twelve and zero with Scott Foster this year. Hmm. I think I saw that on Twitter. Hmm. Maybe maybe that was just a meme, but um, I think they do have a decent record with him this year at least. Huh. That's wait. Let's see. Let's see. Um, Celtics. Yeah, I was like, so they gotta have this by team. Warriors by record. There are enough deviants out here. Somebody has this track. Scott Foster. See, concept going Celtics and six because the Warriors have nothing for two. The All Star superstar wing. What the, if they gonna keep turning the ball up? Like you know what I mean, and give the open opportunities. Here we go. Uh, we get some. Scott Foster two and one. The Warriors were. Oh, this okay. is last year. Hold on, let's go this year. Um, Scotty boy. This is this is so wild to exist. Oh, there he is. One and two. They're one and two this year. Okay. Warriors one and two. Let's then, see what the Celtics are. Yeah, Celtics. Interesting. Um, of course, the Celtics have been shooting so many threes to win, but can't outshoot the Warriors. Yeah, well, the teams, the last two teams they played give up the most three, one first and second most threes in the league. Wait, I don't wait. know where the Warriors are on that, but... Don't think they'll be that high. Wait, th- wait. We can this look at wild. Scott. Refer- Scott Foster just has a an index page. Re- Referee dot com. What the fuck? This feels like something that like won't be here uh, by game game one of the finals. This page will be down for some repairs. Oh, here we go. Boston um, Celtics referee summary found it. Number one on their list is Scott Foster. They're two and two. Interesting. So two and so even slate against the Celtics. One and two against the Warriors. I'm thinking he get. I think they'll give him a game. He'll be there for a pivotal game five. There's no doubt. I I, I think two and five. Yeah. I think they slide him in there for. Ooh, how many elimination games do you think there are here? Like, oh, that's a good one. On the brink. That is a good one. Um, well, because like the thing, the just the theme this year, the Celtics fought tooth and nail one game seven against the Heat, fought tooth and nail one game seven against the Bucks, and the last two, last three series, really, the Warriors have had a chance to close it out, and it just goes one game longer than maybe you'd like it. Mm-hmm. Two. I will say we get to a. I'm leaning Warriors in seven, man, because I really do feel like this is a very even matchup. But they have home court, they have the health, knock on wood, and that just experience. Mm-hmm. It used to be like that stuff don't matter. It definitely does. Like just the bright lights of the finals, game one. A lot of guys on the Warriors have seen that. Boston's been up to this mix a lot. And all it t- like say game one, you come out a little cold, a little shaky or whatever. That might be all it take for Golden State, man. That offense ain't gonna go cold like Miami's, or not for as long as Miami's. That's true. I should say. Uh, stop the poll. Let us see. Damn, so we're on opposite sides, but the same coin. Let us see. So you're going Celtics in seven, seven, seven Celtics in seven. Ooh. I mean, the Warriors have lost a game seven. In the finals on the road, I that can, LeBron James guy. I can already see it now. It's going to be game seven. Ime's going to take off his suit jacket on the sideline, just 
bang his chest and just starts screaming at him, you got to get the ball in the net, boys. Marcus Smart just bites the basketball. 20-minute delay. <laughs> but he likes the passion. Likes the passion. Um, our poll has Warriors in six, 50%. So I feel like we can safely say that's what's not going to happen. Like, no disrespect, Chad. I mean, just in general, right? What the majority think? Eh, throw that out, man. Come on. Yeah, yeah. If there's if there's 100 people here and 50 of on, them man. voted for Warriors and Six, then, if yeah. The, if half the people in here voted the sky is blue, I say run the poll again, man. <laughs> <laughs> run it again. Checking, run it again. I'm checking. I'm checking. I got to check outside just to see. Let's yeah. Uh, Chad says it's going to rain or shine today. I said, I <laughs> Run it again. So 50% say Warriors in six, 20% Celtics in seven, 17%. So the next highest mid is Celtics in six or seven. Warriors in seven, which is, which is what I picked, uh, 10%. Bringing up the rear. Very interesting. So th- those odds would tell me that we have a lot of Celtics fans and then the rest of chat. That's what that is. <laughs> We have a lot of Celtics fan, and just by nature, if you're not a Celtics fan, you hate the Celtics. Yep. yep. Just, ask, just ask the Celtics fan. <laughs> um, so, no, this tracks. This track, Carl says if Game said was an Oracle, I'd take the Warriors. Hey, sometimes you got to establish some new vibes, though. Your first game or first finals in the, in the Chase Center, you want to establish some new vibes. Mm-hmm. So, I don't, as of right now, Kind of feel it was the least one picked in chat. Feeling pretty good about Warriors and yeah, I would feel good <laughs> seeing that. Feel pretty good. Feel better than ever. Uh, we'll probably still talk some more tomorrow, and then maybe even after the game, unless the Celtics win. Scoop, remind me. Yeah, then we NBA canceled. Then if, yeah, if the Celtics, we won't talk a single. Never heard of it. <laughs> never heard of the sport. Um, <laughs> let's take a five minute break. It's Wednesday, so we'll, we'll come back with Charles McDonald, see what he's up to. Maybe we'll go into a guy dying. He tried to eat 50 eggs. A guy jumped on the hood of a car. We saw a yacht sink. Who knows? Who knows what we get into for hour two? So let's take a five-minute break. We'll be back on the other side. Hey, welcome back. Hour three, happy hump day. It's time for our Wednesday shenanigans, I am afraid. Charles McDonald's in the house. How are you feeling, sir? Uh, I'm all right. It's Wednesday. Um, I'm trying to get to the end of the week. I'm excited for the NBA finals tomorrow. It's going to be fun. Uh, going to get really drunk with my friend Jared and sure. watch, watch some basketball. But other than that, just kicking it, you know, to taking it one day at a time, trying to get to the weekend. Who, uh, who, who you got in the finals? We just had our, our, our official poll in the chat. Who, who you got in the finals and how many games? Warriors in six. Ooh, that's what chat said. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, yeah. actually, I don't know. I don't know about the chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. um, why, why Warriors and Six? Why Warriors and um, Six? I don't know. I just <laughs> tend to believe in this dumbass like sports mythology stuff where the uh, veteran team that's been here a million times is going to get it done against the guys who this is their first trip. Even though like Jalen and Jason, they do have a lot of playoff experience. Cause oh, Jason, for sure. Jason's rookie year was when Braun went to the Eastern Conference Finals on that they, shitty. They went Cavs. to Game Seven. They took that right. Cavs team to Game Seven. Tatum's, yeah. I think this is Tatum's third Conference Finals. Jalen Brown's fourth. But even then, man, 
it's different. Like the Super Bowl lights is different than the conference championship lights. Yeah. It's just and one of one side has been there. They got 100, 123 games of experience, I think. And the Celtics don't have any. Yeah, I, I look. I'm just rooting for Neil Long to be content at the end of this. If, if that's a if that involves the Celtics win, I'll take that. If it if it makes her happy, you know. I, I think I'm just rooting for Neil Long. And just, like she can be. Like, I'm just rooting for Neil Long. Like if they show yeah. her she's upset, I'm rooting for that. If they show her <laughs> she's happy and cheering, I'm rooting for that. If they show her she's saying it's a sham, like Aisha Curry. I'm rooting for that. I'm just. Rooting, I, I, I think that. <laughs> I think Neil Long should win the NBA. She's the Finals MVP. School, we should have put that as an option on the poll. Yeah. Oh, we know for next yeah, time. Yeah, Nia Long, MVP. Yeah, next <laughs> time, next time. That 100% of the votes. 100% of the votes. Um, oh, Nim Dog, good point. The Kendrick album connection. We talked about it. Anytime Kendrick drops an album, the Warriors win it all. Scoob, you you going against the, the Kendrick... Uh, Shit. Curse? I, oh, I, guess I, I mean, I guess, but Streaks... This is, Streaks are made to be broken. They're made to be broken. Okay. Okay. That's what I say every time I put in a slip. School. That's right. That's right. Every single time. And I'm, I'm as ice cold as they come. But uh... <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. Whack human being comes with news. The Turkish hmm? coach who was hating on Russ Smith back in 2016 is in contention for NBA jobs per Waj. Yo, that guy hated Russ Smith. Who? There were, <laughs> I get background on this. I have no idea. Yeah, there was a there, there was a coach a couple years, yeah, twenty sixteen, and I think this was overseas. I don't even know what to search for. School just Russ, yeah, Russ Smith, yeah, his name uh, Ergen Ataman mm-hmm. says one of your most accomplished coaches is servicing as a candidate for assisting coaching jobs. I think what I have in my mind, we'll see how close it is to the truth. Russ Smith scored like forty or fifty on his team. Overseas, <laughs> or, or I don't, I can't. Russ Smith is either really good or really bad. And basically, he came out and was like, Russ Smith is the worst player I've ever seen. How he was Even allowed to ever did. hold a bat, yeah. Search for Russ Smith with it. Let's see. Here. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> First quote pops up say, Russ Smith gives us nothing, he's playing terrible. Okay, so maybe Russ Smith was uh, not scoring 40 or 50 points. <laughs> Just an um, American point card, Russ Smith. <laughs> a funny, funny description. <laughs> Anytime, if an article start with American, you're not about to get a fair shake at all, oh, buddy no, boy. No. Um, here we go. American point card, Russ Smith was... <laughs> there we go. Was already with one step at the exit door of the yada yada. Uh, quotes about him during the post game were pretty much self-explanatory. Th- here we go. We are playing without a point guard because our main point guard is playing terrible. <laughs> Unfortunately, he gave us nothing in these five games. And also tonight, I put him on the court during the last minute. If he gave us something, then we'd have a chance to win the game. I'm talking about Russ Smith, end quote. That's the part I remember. He was like, I don't want there to be any confusion to who the terrible point guard was, Go. It was it was number seven. It was Russ Smith, right? No point. Look at look at him, number seven. Uh, he gave us nothing. I love it when coaches are just brutally honest about uh, just how they feel about things because usually you get these guys and they're so they're so polished, you know. And I, I feel bad that this had to come at the expense of Russ Smith, but at the same time, you never get quotes this honest, you know. It's like Mike Zimmer. Uh, <laughs> 
he might be the most honest coach in like NFL history in terms of just saying what's on his mind. So, he don't do coach. Speak. I learned that when he was with the Bengals. No. Mike Zimmer does not do coach speak. On the next yeah. week, we're next man. He don't he don't do that coach speak. Yeah. So a fun Mike Zimmer fact is he was the defensive coordinator of the 2007 Atlanta Falcons, where Bobby mm. Trino stepped out. Bobby stepped out in the middle of the night. He took a midnight train to Louisville, or I not I'm not sure if it was Louisville or Arkansas. I uh, one one of those two, one. and basically to this day, Mike Zimmer still thinks that Bobby Petrino is like a gutless piece of shit. Like he's got quotes about it too. Oh, it's on site. It's on site. I uh, and then Mike was saying some nasty shit about Kellen Mond. Where <laughs> there was somebody asked him. Uh, I think Kirk Cousins had a bad stretch, and they asked <laughs> toward Mike, the end of the season. I remember this. Yeah, to the end of the season, they're like, "Why don't you want to throw Kellen Mond out there?" He's like, "We see Kellen practice every day. What are you talking about?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, damn, I was like, that's like your third round pit rookie, man. He's like, nah, this guy stinks. He stinks. Uh, oh, we have more details. Yeah, we, have more, we actually have more wow. details in the Kellen oh, this is Mond recent. Rift. This is yesterday. Okay. Yes, what do we have here, school? I haven't seen this. Um, This is from Purple PTSD, by the way. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, A reputable source. Chris Thomason of the Pioneer, Pioneer Press published a piece that offers some more context uh, for the uh, relationship between Kellen Mond and Mike Zimmer. Um, uh, okay, here we go. Uh, Kellen Mond offered some thoughts on Mike Zimmer comments about not wanting oh, to no. play him. <laughs> oh, uh, no. <laughs> one, he never he's never really talked to me personally, so I really don't take too much offense to it. He kind of backtracked on his word a little bit after, but it's all fun and games, whatever. It's a new year, new team, new coaches. I'm a year older, second year in the NFL. <laughs> what? Hold on. <laughs> He's n- the head coach of the football team never personally oh, talked to the backup quarterback? This is why I forgot why Zimmer hated Kellen initially is because he and Kirk wouldn't get vaccinated. I uh, think oh. Kirk caught COVID. I think during the preseason, and because Callan was a close contact, I think he had to sit out too. Uh, and that's when Zimmer really started. Zimmer was done with him, man. Yeah, because Zimmer surprisingly was like, "Why aren't you guys getting this vaccine? Like, this is crazy." <laughs> Which, when you look at Mike Zimmer, he doesn't look like someone who would have that thought, you know. Mm-hmm. What. Well, I look at Mike Zimmer and think the thought I thought I was like that guy would do anything for the football advantage. I don't yeah. know what he think about the vaccine, but if you tell him I got to get a shot to play or to you know what I'm saying to be safe so we can study football, yeah, he'd eat the vaccine. And he can't <laughs> understand why Kellen Mond wouldn't eat the vaccine. I didn't know that. Re- read that second uh, that second great paragraph if you can. Cool. Um, Ke- Kellen was in the and this is from his dad Kevin Mond. Oh, um, you know it's bad. He interviewed the dad, <laughs> right? Um. Uh, Kellen was in the doghouse. So maybe I sh- should I do the southern accent for him? He sounds like a yeah. Give me some. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> Kellen was in the doghouse from the start because of the draft, and then number two, the COVID. He so he was in Zimmer's doghouse and wasn't getting out. They weren't going to give him the time, and Zimmer not playing him at the end of the year was personally to me Zimmer just sticking his thumb at Spielman. Thank you, wow. Dabo Swinney. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's man. The accent you hear didn't really make the news uh, yeah. resonate. So if he was in the doghouse, he was in the yeah. That feels like one of those. After that, you weren't going to see Mike Zimmer give Kevin Mond a chance, right? Right or thinking, wrong? 
been curious, like, how much information do these parents have about, like, what's going on with the team? You know? That, that's what I've been mm. curious about. Because, I don't know, if I was in the NFL, I'd probably tell my mom everything. But, uh, anyway, they're being so mean to me. Mike, Mike. What's uh, uh, Annie Apple, Eli Apple's mother? I feel oh, like she, yeah. she gets all the details. Oh, she definitely does. Mom, and, and they, threw, they threw the ball at me. And the guy caught it. So you know what they did? They threw it again. And he caught it again. And I didn't like it. So uh, now I'm going to get on Twitter. Yeah, I'm going to call everybody else a bum. I'm going to yell at McCole Hardman for four months. <laughs> <laughs> because we beat them in the second round of, or in the, uh, the in conference championship. Um, <laughs> That's kind of funny. <laughs> it's, I think I would actually, I might just watch a show about like athlete parents just in the mix. Like I know Jaleel Okafor's dad was like famously used to be in the mix. Like, hey man, don't tweet too wide about Jaleel Okafor. His pops is uh, online, online. Scoob, can you Google Mike Zimmer's comments about Bobby Petrino, please? Yeah. It's, it's really funny. <laughs> like, he has to, like, clarify himself on whether or not he can curse in, like, an interview or something like that. This is one of, like, if the entire 07, whatever year that Falcons team was, if that entire Falcons team was together for some reason and they walked out of a club and saw Bobby Petrino, <laughs> I think Zimmer Zimmer would hold everybody back as, like, I get first lick, boys. <laughs> yeah, I, I get first lick, boys. And they would let him. That's how much hatred he has. What, what, what does Mike Zimmer say on Bobby Petrino school? So he said he's a gutless bastard. Quote that I don't give a shit. Uh, that's what he said Wednesday, according to Joe Reedy of the Cincinnati Inquirer. Um, when when Zimmer was told that responsible news organizations may not be able to use bastard, Zimmer responded, "How about this gutless MF? You can use that." <laughs> <laughs> Mike, so you tell me what words you can print, and I'll tell you what I like to call him. Uh, can I call him a hoe, a slut? Like, what, what can I, what can I call this man? Update more from Zimmer. Yeah, yeah, more from Zimmer. He clarified. He said, "Petrino is a coward." Put that in quotes. He ruined a bunch of people's lives, a bunch of people's families, kids, because he didn't have a nuts. He didn't have enough nuts to stay there and finish the job. That's the truth. Mike, I, Mike, I don't know if we can use uh, nuts. Uh, on falcons.com when referring to the previous coach. Cajones, how about that? Yeah, Cajones. Actually, can you give me Bobby Petrino's Wikipedia school? Yeah. I feel like we just need to get to the the meat of the matter because I anytime it comes up, there's always somebody who's not familiar and everybody should be familiar with Bobby Petrino leaving uh, in the manner. Give me his... Uh, okay, he went from Louisville to Falcons Falcons to Arkansas. Click on Falcons. Yeah. This shit is hilarious. Bro. Let it's us see. The f- five years, twenty-four million. Good money for a head coach, Charles. Good Especially money. Two thousand seven, man. That's not bad. That's he was a billionaire back then. <laughs> a major reason Petrina was brought in was to develop star quarterback Michael Vick to a more complete passer. Vick being known more for his ability to run than as a pocket passer. However. Before Petrino's first training camp, it emerged that Vic had bank, how did I forget, had bankrolled an illegal dogfighting operation near his hometown in Virginia. The terms of Vic's bail barred him from leaving Virginia, uh, ending any realistic chance of him playing a meaningful down. Or any down. I didn't remember that he got stuck in Virginia. I didn't remember that part. This this is why you go back through it. It's like, oh man, I forgot about that. Uh, 
Thus, Petrino was forced to begin the season with backups. Joey Harrington, Byron Leftwich, Chris Redman. He said, I did not sign up for this shit, guys. No. The legend uh, Joey Harrington? Not. Come on. The, I'll tell you Oregon what, I this shit either. Because I remember yeah, there was a, a, <laughs> Byron Leftwich had started a game, and I swear to God, he threw a ball into the stands, bro. Like, I swear to God. I know, that tracks. Yeah. And, dude, the next year, they drafted Matt Ryan, and I was like, damn. <laughs> I thought Vic was coming back. What's, what, what happened here? <laughs> yeah, not quite. Um <laughs> Franchise quarterback effectively sidelined for the season. Look, it's so fun. The whole Atlanta Falcons Bobby Petrino section is two paragraphs. The yeah. whole first paragraph is like just setting the scene, school. Setting the scene for his tenure. The whole tenure is the second paragraph. Is <laughs> the yeah. second paragraph. Um, appeared to be a rudderless team on December 10th with the Falcons at the bottom of the NFC South with a 3-10 and record. Petrino resigned to become head coach at Arkansas less than 24 hours after personally promising owner Arthur Blank that he was staying (laughs) in Atlanta. (laughs) Petrino informed his players of his departure via a four-sentence laminated note left at the locker of each player, a move that many in the organization in the NFL harshly criticized. Mike Zimmer being one of them. <laughs> one of the <laughs> harshest critiques. Uh, his 13-game tenure is tied for the fourth shortest coaching tenure after Lou Holtz in 76 and Urban Meyer in 2021. Now, that's only three names there. Ooh, Uncle so, Wow. That's Uncle a Urban. hell of a trio. Bobby Petrino, Lou Holtz, and Urban Meyer. Wow. Click on Holt. What went wrong with Holt? Nobody, you, you don't coach uh, thirteen games of a team. Uh, Ooh, Holt is still alive. Oh, oh yeah, oh, he's still on TV, baby. They still Listen, put so him on TV. He's up so there. is Queen Elizabeth. If you if you believe anything, he the gets, TV tell you. He gets up there and he's he's like, I I liked Nebraska. They really got they he's, run the ball real well today. He spit all over the motherfucking camera. <laughs> um, yeah, let me see the. He was three and ten, and I need to know more about the Lou Holt NFL coach. Uh, and Jets, Jets, three and ten. Scroll up to his section. New yeah. York, New York City, and Lou Holt. I know they ate his country ass alive. Hold on, New York Jets in the middle of his tenure. It's never, it's never good when a college <laughs> coach has like three college years, one NFL year, and then three more college. Then the rest college. <laughs> it's it, something went terrible in their their foray. I mean, even Saban's got that, you know. Well, I think Saban did what two years. He was like five hundred. Yeah. He made it. He was like mid. Uh, Holt's lone foray into the professional ranks began. Appointed head coach of the Jets February 1976. He was selected over Johnny Majors, Darrell Rogers, and Marv Levy. That's tough. Um, resigned ten months later, with the Jets three and ten, one game remaining in the season. Upon his departure, he landed. <laughs> God did not put Lou Holtz on this earth to coach in the pros. <laughs> I think I hate every single college coach. I think I hate every single college football coach. Yeah. Maybe ever. Marv Levy. Well, I didn't know that. That's a, actually, no, you know, I'm thinking of Steve Levy, the Monday Night Football. Well, click on, I think Marv is the Bills. Click Marv Levy. Hmm, football yep, coach. Right. 
Yes. Yeah, the, yeah, he was the he's 96. Built. He's still alive. Lord. Yes, sir. He'd be old as hell these days, school. St. Um, Louis Country Day School. You don't see that on these guys like a country day. Yeah, that's how you, <laughs> you know my old. <laughs> they got a logo <laughs> like a uh, Bryn Forbes. Assistant uh, coach of Co College. Wow. This is this, Okay. This is crazy. Uh I, I I don't remember like them actually putting high schools on these people's like resumes like this. But I guess back in nineteen fifty one, St. Louis Country Day must have been the hottest shit out there. It was probably the hot shit out there. If you was graduating from high school in that county, you was going there. If not, you was probably just working the fields. Um, yeah, Lou Holtz just jumped right back. With one one game left. You know what's like crazy? That, yeah, I don't even get the point. Why he went to game? Arkansas after just like Petrino did, too. Arkansas wow. was like, if, if you have a disgraced NFL, is Urban Meyer going to be the next head coach of Arkansas? Yeah, Arkansas this time said we got to fight Bear Bryant. Come on, Lou Holtz, let's go. <laughs> Listen, and now this time they're gonna be like Urban. You know our history. We know yours. Um, we we feel like this is a this is lockstep, my friend. See, this is how you know times have changed. Like the fact that Urban Meyer does not have a job right now is how you know that times have changed. Because back in the seventies, or even shoot, the early two thousands, apparently with Bobby Petrino, he would have found something. Something. But oh yeah. I'm we'll see. I, I think the only way is change. He just got to take a year off now because I'm almost. I think Urban Meyer will coach high level college football again. Yeah, I'm if almost certain. I don't know where. If he wants to, then he can. One of those SEC teams that are like joining the SEC, you know, they'll be like, "We need oh. some Urban Meyer." Texas Urban. Oh. Texas coach Urban Meyer. <laughs> oh, feed Texas Urban Meyer right. Another mid year for Steve Sarkeesian. They go six and seven and lose the uh, Citrus Bowl or some shit. And then it's like Urban is, uh, you know, after a year of TV, spending time with his family, he's ready to get back on the sidelines. Hearing there's some mutual interest between the Longhorns uh, and Urban. That's nasty. Yeah, it's bad stuff. It's bad stuff. Are we learning just don't hire college coaches? Like, who are the good ones in the NFL? That came like straight from college. None. Uh, was Pete, Joe Brady? No, no, because Pete. Pete was. Uh, Pete had the Jets job before the USC job. Pete um, Carroll was good. He should be retired now, but he was good. Um, yeah. yeah, no, no. Pete. Pete Carroll thinks he's never gonna die. So why would he retire? I say he's probably right. <laughs> but he definitely seems like the Pete Carroll's 110, and he walks four miles every morning to prove it. But just in general, I think Pete Carroll's got to be the last success story. Yeah, like it's just in general, like, not a even him. Like before that, he he was an NFL coach with the Jets before USC. So true. I, I'm trying to think of like pure college coaches. It, I don't think there are any really. Matt Rule. <sighs> I think <laughs> yeah, it, Matt Rule. One year too long. I'll I'll tell you that. Put, give me Matt Rule's Wikipedia school. Because Matt Rule, he might be. Hey, y'all remember who? It's been twenty years. That's gonna be the trivia question. Been twenty years since a college coach was hired to coach the NFL. You know who the last one was? Matt Rule, and everybody say, "God damn, that was a bad idea." Wow. Matt Rule. They went from. Oh, I didn't know he started with the Giants. Yeah, he was like an offensive line assistant or something like that. So he went from there to Temple. Got you. 
built Temple up, built Baylor up, and built the Panthers down because they stink. Hey, don't write him off yet. He's the most employed man in the world right now. I think I'm I'm done with that. Look, I'm in Charlotte. Scooby, you see what I'm doing here? I'm writing. I'm literally writing the Panthers (laughs) off. (laughs) Matt Rule, we're done. You guys don't Matt Corral can't save him? Come on. Not yet. People Uh, people here hate Matt Rule, bro. What reason would they have to like Matt Rule? (laughs) I don't know. Serious question. Because I don't think he's a bad guy, per se. But if I'm the Panthers and all I know of him is what I've seen as an NFL coach, I don't think I'd like Matt Rule very much either. No. And I think even bigger than that, they hate David Tepper. Which is funny because (laughs) Tepper was like, he was seen as like this god, like this smart guy, billionaire who was going to was ready in. to spend. They was like, yeah, no yeah. expenses, too much yeah. for David Tepper. Analytics, spending, blah blah blah. And he's been terrible. Not only he's been terrible, but like in Rock Hill, there's literally, there's literally like a half built stadium, uh, practice facility, I should say, <laughs> because he and like the the state of South Carolina or the city of Rock Hill, their government, they couldn't come to an agreement on like some parts. So David Tepper was just like, all right, well. I'm just going to leave this half-built building in the middle of Rock Hill. It's probably like 20 minutes from where I'm at right now. Uh, he just hot fired the coach of Charlotte FC. I don't pay attention to that, but that's something people here are really pissed off about because apparently he's good at this job. But he's kept Matt Rule around. So that's three strikes against David <laughs> Tepper in like three years of being in this area, and people want him gone, bro. Gone. People are longing for the Jerry Richardson days. Serious? No, dead ass, bro. Dead ass. <laughs> Jerry Richardson had to step down because of uh, some hell allegations, I believe. Yes. Yeah. He was, yeah. He was, wasn't Jerry Richardson wilding? Big time. He was wilding. Yeah. He, was he had to, sta- had to take wilding. a statue. Right. I was say, you know someone's wilding when they put a statue of themselves in front of the stadium. That should have. <laughs> I bought they this shit. Let you... put my, put my, put my, my statue up there. <laughs> Just at the, in front, instead of the big falcon, it's, it's a sick ass falcon in front of the falcons. That what if it was just Arthur Blank instead? Oh, I'd burn it down probably. Yeah, just like <laughs> they should have known. It was like Jerry Richardson next to a panther. Uh, like, yeah, give me that stadium or that uh, state that a uh, statue, the Jerry Richardson statue, which they were like, ah, uh, maybe we don't. Let's see. Um, all right, the Zeke Meister. Gave us some context. Charlotte FC was eighth in the conference in their inaugural season, and they fired him out of nowhere. Okay, yeah, that from an outsider looking in, that would appear to be nonsensical. Yeah, a little, a little rash, I would think. Didn't know Charlotte had like inaugural season. I'm glad that trash because I didn't know Charlotte had an FC team. I didn't know that until about three days ago, and I my parents live here, so and now, <laughs> and now they're on their <laughs> second coach. I know that. Yeah, uh, we'll go to the game soon. There you go. Uh, be the new coach. This is the Jerry Richardson. Is he extending a football for the Panther to eat? Yeah. Um, I just love the idea that Jerry Richardson will be hanging out with two wild Panthers and they don't see him as food. And they're all the same size. Right. <laughs> That's the thing people don't know about Jerry Richardson school. He's the same size as an adult Panther. He also strikingly similar to Mike Ditka for some reason. Little little Ditka to his face. <laughs> yeah. Um, how, how big are Panthers, actually? Um, let's see. Let's. I feel like they're bigger than Jerry Richardson. After that, we can find out how big is Jerry Richardson. I feel like he's not that big. Not a lot of human being. There. Let's wait. Compared to a human. Compared to a human, please. Boom. Okay, so not too crazy, but yeah, that's that's what Jerry Richardson think he looked like. Yeah. Just n- nestled up to the Panther, like we're pals, kissing it in the lips. 
Look at that. Oh, Disney, tell him kissing him. Dude. Look at you see that one where it said a panther tried to attack that guy? No, a panther? That doesn't sound like a panther. <laughs> that doesn't sound like a thing a panther would do. That's he's, crazy, he's kissing, bro. He's kissing a panther with an open mouth. Jackal. Fucking jackal. Uh Panther sneaks up behind man. No, oh no, it pounced on oh, for what? a kiss. That's what it wanted. Freaky Wait. ass Panther. <laughs> could have ate could have ate him limb from limb. He was just horny. Are Panthers like can you domesticate a Panther? Is that what we're learning today? I think so. Maybe so. Any cat. What are the what are like the most dangerous animals cats. You can domesticate? Anything. Uh, let's see. You can domesticate <laughs> anything. <laughs> hey, with anything. the right mentality, you can domesticate <laughs> any grizzly bear. Um, Animals respect whoever feed them. You know, it's easy. They, that's a, you don't bite the hand that feeds you. That that's comes right. from animal school. Um, I don't. How much would it take you to kiss a panther, Charles? An after, a live panther. Man, live panther. Mm. You too, school. How much? Uh, how much they got to come mm. out of pocket? How about hundred thousand? I was gonna say two fifty. Two hundred fifty thousand. Key. You yeah. got to. <laughs> All right. Okay, uh, but like, okay, the the thing is, like, I don't know if the panther's gonna kill me, right? No one does but the panther, Charles. All right, then <laughs> only the panther knows. All right, well then, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take a hundred grand, but I need, <laughs> I need sniper support, and I need someone to pay for my medical bills. Oh no, medical bills assumed. You get okay. that when you sign on. Well, do I have sniper support? I, I don't think the sniper's gonna help you, to be honest. Like you're well, kissing it, it, him. Okay, but I'm I'm gonna say the panther gets like one clean whack at my face, and then does it get put down, or do I have to fight for my life after that? Listen, I think after that one clean whack, I don't know how much life you got left to fight. You know what I mean? <laughs> or if I even want to keep going. Yeah. It's a, <laughs> how, how big is a panther paw? Uh, can you Google that for me, Scoop? Uh, yeah. Cause one swipe at a panther might be man. I, I miss when Charles had a head. Y'all remember when Charles had a head? Um, um let's see. The panther. Oh, this say. I don't want nothing. I don't, like a Florida panther got to be crazier than like a non. Three panther. inches in length and three inches in width. So three by three. Three. Okay, so not good offensive line mitts. Small mitts for a, a panther make a terrible offensive lineman. Wait, how long is a panther claw? 70 minutes. I don't think that's what I'm that's, looking for here. That's how long it would take a panther to eat you from limb to limb. <laughs> Shortly over an hour. Um, I'm trying to see where they do, like they hold the panther's paw so you can see how, like up to a human's paw. A panther, can, a panther can weigh up to 350 pounds? Is that like the biggest panther? Yeah, um, so like that's that's big, but that's I feel like it's like baby lions and shit that were way more than that. Let's see, a hundred, two hundred. Oh, that's cougars. Cougar, we got Google confused. Florida panther. Interesting. I think the, I think I think it's all the same, right? That's the mitt. Is that the mitt right there? What the? That's the tail. That's the tail. Why would, why would you hold the tail? Nobody cares about that. Okay, there's the paw. You can see the paw right there. Boom, there's the paw right there. there we, yeah, now nah, listen, that's one of those, uh, it's just taking the whole eyes, mustache, all that. If a panther swiped the face, it's taking all that with him. It Wait says, a second. If attacked, fight back, it says. It's, no way, not a it says right here, if attacked, fight back. Sticks, jackets. It says, a jacket? Like I'm going to take it off and start whirling it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> People uh, have successfully fought back using rocks, sticks, jacket, and even their bare hands. I'm, dude, I'm, pussy? I'm fucking squatting up and I'm getting into the sides <laughs> and I'm going to town. Yeah, I think you should you Brian, work the body, school. Right. Brian Kelly in, in, in the chat is being nasty as hell, okay? I'm not going to oh. repeat what he said, but he is being very, very freaky in the chat. I don't like that. Nasty. I like to think it's the same. I, th- I think it's LSU Brian Kelly. I like to think they're the same one. Yeah, because I yeah. think LSU Brian Kelly is that that level of filthy. <laughs> um, not that I not that I know what he's talking about, but he's yeah, I don't know. I thought he was just naming seasons, man. All yeah. of these are nice. <laughs> um, I think leopards too. Florida Panthers smaller than jaguars and black panthers in South America, probably because it's hotter. Shit. Uh, what what is all right? Question for both of you: What is the most dangerous animal that you'll be willing to try to domesticate? Bobcat. Bobcat. Yeah, I would do like a like a a, a panther, a jaguar, Ooh, a jag a jaguar. I'd do a, Get you jag. a nice jaguar. Yeah, I, I mean, have, having a black panther would be kind of sick. It would be like if I if we had like this unspoken bond. Like, let's say I kidnapped that like four weeks old, right? And I it looks at me like its parent. That would be pretty cool. I would also if I could get the guarantee that this animal sees <laughs> me as like part of its family from birth. I think a a pet gorilla would be a lot of fun to have. You need the guarantee. I was gonna say you're asking for kind of a lot. Every, it's like every morning I need you, look, Coco. I need you to look me in my eyes and not rip me. Not don't rip my arms off today, okay? Are we every day? I'll be at the grocery store six a.m. every day with a pickup truck and filling the back full of bananas as a peace offering every morning to that gorilla. Hey, hey, we're cool, right? I mean, that's like, pretty we're, much we're what all... a zoo is like. I, bribery you guys saw that thread about gorillas right like they don't think oh, like yeah. z- that's scary z- i didn't see it well it was oh. pretty much a thread that came down to how like zoos gorilla enclosures don't really hold back gorillas gorillas just don't test it so they're well, like it's good it's all right there's no way to test how str- the maximum strength of a gorilla right so every zoo enclosure it's like we think this is enough, mm-hmm. um, but if if he wants to test it, then we'll find out. You know? <laughs> historically, this has been enough to keep a tiger from prowling. <laughs> but if what? all it takes is one tiger to be like, man, that fence is low. <laughs> that glass is thin. I'm like, it takes one teenage tiger to say, "I can jump that." I can totally jump, and that. that's it. Like we see the this, the cute videos. The last one I saw was like a baby sitting in front of the glass, and a gorilla came up to him and started like beating on the glass. I was like, "Y'all, that's it's cute now." What y'all didn't see was like the bigger cousin gorilla coming. I was like, "Let me beat on that glass a little bit." And just mm-hmm. one shatters it, and it's like not so cute then. But yeah, every I feel like it's got to be the case for just about any animal, right? I mean, not like pet store animals, but any animal like that, we're kind of just guessing. Yeah. How right. strong they are. You can't you, bench press this for me, Puma. I need to know how many reps you can do at 225. You're just kind of <laughs> guessing. So I would teach a gorilla to lift weights and I would take it on tour. <laughs> and he's like, he's like bench pressing 10,000. I'm just like, look at this guy. He's crazy. See, that's a, they're so like crazy. naturally ripped already that I'm terrified that if you could just teach a monkey, it's like they're called curls. Curls. Um, it's just a monkey just gets on weight training. 
it reminds me of like just my favorite genre of Twitter arguments where people are just like, oh, I could fight a chimp. No, you couldn't, bro. You could not fight a chimp. A chimp would tear your face off. Oh, literally, plenty peel of times. your face off easily. <laughs> a story I will never forget. A college, my biology professor in college told a story. I don't, somebody asked him something, why, either why he he used to work with animals and why he doesn't now. And he said one time he was some monkey exhibit, and a look like the monkeys that they like hold are like babies. Reached out, grabbed another scientist, just grabbed his like bicep, just pinched it, and just pulled his bicep from the bone. And he was like, he didn't rip it. It wasn't like a grab and rip. He was like, he put like he was getting some lint off your clothes. That's how strong they are. He said he pulled his bicep from the bone. And he was like, I, I think I'd like to work with plants. And he only worked with plants after that, not animals. Yep. Oh, I'm, I'd, I'd be done after that. I, I am Mr. Like, Botany. Yep. No, honestly, plants would be too much. I, I'll, you can find me in a cubicle until I die after that. Like, I'll be Mr. Insurance Agent. I come home, I go to work, I go to sleep. I come home, I go to work, I go to sleep. <laughs> it was uh, legit. Because it was like, it was such a shock thing. But also, he pulled a guy's bicep off his... There's not really like a protocol. You know what I mean? Like when the guy's yeah. bicep gets pulled, Scoob, we do one, two, and three. Not really an ABC. You know, that's just everyone screaming what the hell type thing. Yeah. So now the guy's, he was like, yeah, the bicep was just there. <sighs> that's crazy. There, I remember I was reading something about like why are chimpanzees so strong? And if I, if I recall correctly, basically like they have fewer muscles that like limit range of motion than like, compared to humans so mm. like when a chimpanzee winds up they can get a lot more range and power on punch than like a human can <laughs> not you in the just, next week man they got a boom got like spooly putty in their shoulders that lets you just wind up and crack someone real fast yeah, a chimp can lift up to 1200 pounds how much does a chimp weigh because i know it's not 1200 pounds like that's how strong they are uh Chimpanzee weighs 130 pounds max. <laughs> they can lift 10 times their weight. So again, that's how you literally reach out and just pull. I'll never forget that story. And from, I will never be that close to a bicep or to a bicep to a, a monkey in my life because I don't want to be that guy. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be that he pulled my tricep like some pulled pork. Attacks. Uh, that's what I was going <laughs> looking for. <laughs> Wait, chimpanzees have attacked human school. Some of these attacks may have been due to the <coughs> chimpanzees being intoxicated. What? A wow, dr- no. killing alcohol and, and fighting. <laughs> I've been there before. <laughs> I was gonna say, listen, wow, um, they're just like us. Um, All at least six cases of chimpanzees snatching and eating human babies are documented. Oh, okay, okay. This reminds me. Last summer. I was in the DR, right? And I was going on like this boat Snatching cruise. babies with chimpanzees. No. Yeah, exactly. What I, was doing. I was going, uh, I was about to hit like this little boat cruise and we were waiting for uh, a guy to like take us off from the dock uh, before we left. And there was this guy who had this monkey, like you could take pictures with the monkey and all the shit like that. And he hopped mm-hmm. up on this one guy's shoulder. It was just like a little monkey, no, no harm, no fouls, being nice. And the monkey hopped up on this guy's shoulder and reached into his pocket and pulled out a blunt. He pulled a blunt out of this dude's pocket and then just bolted. I mean, ran. he ran away. He ran up to the top of this building, and the guy had to, like, coerce, like, 
coax the monkey down with food to try to come to get I was down. Say, and what? He's not coming down until he's ready to come down. Right. <laughs> so, so basically, he just brought like a tub full of fruit out for this monkey. And the monkey jumps down and gives a blunt back to the guy and takes some fruit. And then everything's settled. So he was like, man, some bullshit anyway, man. You smoking on mumps anyway. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> this ain't runs. What are you, you talking about? <laughs> Got some of that white widow. Uh, a chimpanzee's strength and sharp teeth mean that attacks, even on adult human school, yeah, can cause severe injuries. This was evident after the attack and near death of former NASCAR driver St. James Davis. Uh huh. Fire name alert St. James Davis. Oh, that's kind of fire. Um, who was mauled. By two escaped chimpanzees while he and his wife were celebrating the birthday of their <laughs> former pet chimpanzee. Emphasis huh? on the former. For, <laughs> we're no longer affiliated <laughs> with this chimpanzee. Another example. Is there a birthday party for a former former pet chimp? That's right. Don't ask. Don't ask. Who doesn't? Right. I mean, well, I mean, who among us? Uh, another example of being aggressive. Two thousand nine. This is the one. I remember this one. 13-year-old pet chimpanzee named Travis attacked his owner's friend who lost her hands, eyes, nose, and part of her maxilla. What's what, what, what okay, the what's what, that? What's, uh, click on maxilla, school. I just need to know what part of the uh, jaw. Oh no, oh. not my jaw. Dude, this is what I'm saying. Like, just put me down, bro. Please, just I'm good on living. If that happens to me, I'm done. Oh. Click on tra lost her hands. There's Travis. Look at Travis. You knew yeah, he, he was up like to some bitch, shit. Bro. Click on tra yeah. nah, tra <laughs> Travis. Travis, yeah. He's up to some shit, bro. Yeah, that's the that's the cave <laughs> man from yesterday. <laughs> Cause of death, gunshot wounds. They got Travis. <laughs> they had to. He was, he was trying to kill those people. I just. Oh, he was 200 pounds. They said the average one weighs 130 and he was 200. So he was a, a bully. Yeah. Even for the part I don't lost her. Did he pull her hands off? That's what I'm not registering. Um, let's see. Brett uh, said they they bite your hands off. They in Jesus Christ. Brett knows a lot about chimpanzee attacks. Oh wow! So he saw her. He saw her holding a tickle me Elmo and attacked oh, her. Oh hell! Oh, oh! You come up here with another bitch, huh? In my birthday party, you got another bitch. Yeah. Okay. A seventy-year-old stomped him in the head. I'm bad. Travis is like, okay, that's all you got. Oh, like <laughs> legit, a, a shovel. You next. Um. Yeah, it says he stabbed him and the chimp turned around and then grew angrier. Oh, God. Dude. With a knife in the back of his head? Oh, no, just in the back. He's et too brute. Um, Jeez. The animal, for me to do something like that, put a knife in him, was like putting one in myself. It's not quite the same, Harold. Um, the chimp turned around. She said, as if to say, Mom, what did you do? The animal oh. grew angrier. Hey, that ain't your child, bro. That's a chimpanzee. Like, <laughs> Harold, at, at this point, called 911, pleaded for help. 
his Travis's screams can be heard in the background at the start of the tape. Sandra pleaded for the police who initially believed the call to be a hoax until she started screaming, he's eating her. Emergency, emergency medical services waited for police. They said, hey, man, we ain't going. It's a fucking monkey in there, man. Y'all going. Yeah, we'll follow up, man. We'll follow okay, up. Okay, you know, uh, let me backtrack. I don't want a pecorilla anymore. That's dead. Because if a chimp's doing this. That's all I wanted to say. If a chimp's doing this, then come on now. A gorilla, there's no chance. The gorilla's going to think it's playing with you and just pick you up by a leg and swing you around a couple times. Yes. Yeah. Well, would like, that be. <laughs> That would be. A, I think a gorilla probably gives you a, a much cleaner death than a, a chimpanzee. You gotta hope they'd be in general. Well, well, well in, in terms of like a gorilla can hit you like so quicker, hard, you, might just, you might just die after one hit with a gorilla. I would say yeah, like they might just just squeeze your head off. That's pretty yeah. instant. Okay, uh, this brings me back to another debate along the side lines of this because I feel like every time <laughs> people have like these debates, can you fight you know a one like one of these predator animals that would definitely kill you in like two seconds? It always boils down to, can a gorilla beat up a grizzly bear? What do you guys think? Oh, I'm team grizzly all the way. Why? I'm Why? team gorilla. I'm team gorilla. Gorilla's got thumbs, bro. I, can th- I know the grizzly bear's bigger. What's he going to do with the th- call the police? What is he thumbs for in this battle? A gorilla can tackle a grizzly bear. Maybe you can get until ground and pound on the ground. I don't know. Grizzly's too big. Oh, boy. This is real. That's what I'm saying. It's one of those like, uh, we, yeah. No. It. I'm t- one, like the gorilla. They can bite and they're strong. Bears can take a 357 Magnum bullet to the head and not phase them. Yeah. Bears can stand like they stand up. They much higher, or they can go on all fours. I think their bite is stronger, though. You don't want to. Yeah. Here we, we got to tell the tape. Uh yeah, bite force for the gorilla is one thousand three hundred eighty psi, and the bear right is on. one thousand two hundred fifty. So a lot. So monkey or the uh, gorillas got him, but both are probably oh, biting through. Uh, You're getting a wild infection if that thing bites you and you survive. Listen, if that's <laughs> you got bigger <laughs> fish to worry about. You, I got infection. I got a cure <laughs> when I get away from hey. the grass. Gorilla, why'd you do that, man? I'm a gri- oh, now. <laughs> give me a poll, school. Oh, okay. Let's see. Uh, gor- I'm, I'm team. I'm team Grizzly all the way. I just think they're too like we got the height and weight on uh, there. Yes. Because <clears throat> Grizzly, yeah, like gorillas, they're they're compact. They're both five. Oh wait, no, the gorilla is five hundred. The bear is nine hundred. That's wow. I think bear, I think they're too big. Mm-hmm. Once they they stand up tall, gorillas are like human height. Yeah, the, I think the gorilla just lowers its shoulder and k- takes it right out, right in the legs. Again, you gonna that's a whole that's, lot that's of back meat exposed I, to the bear. That's a whole are we lot overrating the combat? You know, me, like the combat smarts of a gorilla? Because I can imagine this is a guy that swings on trees all day. He might know something about vantage points. You know. I don't know, man. Bears be bears sleep for like six months and pop up like, what's the move? That's kind of badass. I'm going to bear. Actually, you know what? I would love to do that. Can you imagine if you got to sleep through the entire winter, bro? Hibernation? You just like, man, this is bull- y'all wake me up in October, dog. This is bull. As soon as, <laughs> as soon as the final, the day the finals are over, I'll be hibernating until the start of the NBA season. Y'all can catch me Halloween. Oh man, uh, I mean. 
just imagine you just get to eat or you spend a week eating as much as you possibly can and then go to sleep for six months that sounds ideal bro <laughs> nobody bother you no hassle and then you wake up and, and you do it again <laughs> what if you have like, a bad dream though you can't wake do up. Do grizzly bears have bad dreams, man? No. What what does that, that have a bad dream for? That's what I'm saying. I can't like, eat 900 pounds. It's like Superman. Do Superman have a bad dream? What's what situation Superman can't get his way out of? That's, if I'm a grizzly bear, what's oh I, I forgot to turn off the oven. Didn't Superman's whole like planet die? Uh, yeah, is that yeah. why he bounced? I think <laughs> yeah, so. Probably. He built <laughs> different. Yeah, built. <laughs> he from there, but allergic <laughs> to it. <laughs> He, he built different. Hashtag <laughs> kryptonite. Uh, wait, click on this. I want to see if it gives more tell of the tape. Like, I want, like, Paul length. The site can't be read. I bet it can't. No. I bet it can't. No, we I, don't have uh, any tale of the tapes. All right, uh, stop the poll. Let's see what the poll is looking like. The Grizzly wins 55%. 55? Uh, closer than I thought. Yet yeah, bears also have uh, knives for fingers. <laughs> like, uh, I'm going grizzly. Gorilla's uh, ripping the grizzly jaw. Can he reach it though? Can we see how how, how tall is the bear? Uh, ten feet tall if it stands up. And the gorilla's five eleven. I know they got long arms, but you know what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I mean, the Brian Kelly. Brian Kelly says hibernation is like sleeping on edibles. No dreams whatsoever. Brian live a wild life, man. It does. Brian live a wild life. Too much Brian. Talking about some uh, uh, porn stars earlier, and now this. <laughs> Allegedly, talking about some porn stars. We wouldn't know anything about that. Yeah, that, I picked up context from the chat. Uh, Dan <laughs> says King Kong isn't real. I don't know about that, Grom. Do we know for a fact? No, we don't. There's no we Kong. I feel like he just came. I had Kong over Godzilla in a wash. I didn't watch the movie, but just going in, I was like, he's King Kong. And then I, I found out Godzilla had the fire. Whichever one shoot the fire out of their mouth, that's who I'm going with. Yeah, that was that yeah. was Godzilla. I think that was yeah. That's all, once I found that out, I was like, no, where it ends. Did you guys see that movie? I did. I don't I remember. What was happened. it good? I don't remember what happened in the movie outside. They just fought and smashed a bunch of shit. I, I, I vividly. What else you want to remember? I, Nothing. I, I, yeah. I, I vividly remember a part where Godzilla like looked at King Kong and like laughed at him, like. So, <laughs> I do, I do remember that happening. Wait, Dog, is, they had, is Paperboy in this movie? Yes. I think I saw like the first 45 minutes. I said Paperboy. <laughs> they will not that's be exactly. eating Paperboy. Okay, every time I see that guy in like any film, like he's in some Marvel films too. And I'm just like, Paperboy? <laughs> what are you doing over here? Have you, ever, have you heard of his, like his interview voice, like his regular voice? I don't think I have. Oh, uh, please give me... School, give me uh, Brian Tyree Henry. Any interview, he talked like a classically trained actor, and that's when it's like, oh man, like this. Oh, acting is he is acting, acting. Um, oh, have you heard the guy? Have you, did you watch Snowfall? I have watched it. Are you? Do you have you seen the guy who plays Jerome? His actual voice. Which one's Jerome? The uncle with the Jerry curl. Yes. Th yeah, that's how like Brian Tyree Henry is, and it's like, oh, y'all be acting, acting. <laughs> All right, um, that shit's crazy. I got Jimmy Kimmel pulled up. Okay, you guys have no idea. Really? 
man. Have I ever, okay, this is Paperboy talk. Yes. So I have this weird Not Jimmy Kim- like cosmic that. universal connection with wow. Jamie. So like years ago, I was filming Widows, I think, and I was on a plane, and I was getting on the plane with a friend, and they didn't sit us together, and he was sitting behind me. Paperboy mad about not being set. I to see who I'm sitting next to. <laughs> it's Jamie Lee Curtis. And I was like, well, I'm not going to tell her wow. to get up because I'm going to sit next to her. And then she looks, she's like, do you want the me to The Jerome from Snowfall is like, like she... when I heard him talk on Twitter, it's one of the most jarring things I've ever heard in my life. It's a couple of them where it's like, oh, my God. Um, I don't know if anything is as shocking as the Jay Leno Wikipedia page that we went through for like an hour last oh, week. Oh, nah, that was... <laughs> that, yeah, listen, I was like, man, paper boy out here wearing open chest? <laughs> Paperboy got the hoop earring, and he log in and be acting the fuck out of Paperboy. It just—it's a reminder, like, wait, you're not actually Paperboy, you know? I don't <laughs> like right. it that way, though. <laughs> I like it the other way. Like, I like when, yeah. <laughs> in like the '90s, uh, when like the uh, the soap opera soap operas were big, and somebody would do somebody wrong, and then the guys would be like, "Man, I couldn't go out in public for three weeks." They thought I really like killed my wife, like cheated on my wife or something. I'm like, it's the young and the restless, dog. Like I, I work at General Hospital, and it's like you, you know what you did, you know what you did. <laughs> General Hospital, help. I, I, I kind of miss those times, school. I, I got blocked by Paul Shear because. When he was on The League, the TV show The League, I messaged him and I was like, man, you really fucking suck at fantasy football, dude. And he messaged me back and he was like, oh, I see. I found one of the guys that thinks TV is real life. <laughs> Got your school. He said, hold on. My real life fantasy football chops are real. They're good. He said, I second place two straight years, my friend. Um, and, and, and then I think I called him by his character name on the show. I called him Andre and he blocked me. <laughs> See, relax, <laughs> that now he will not relax. He's on ten from the time he enters the app, champ. You relax. Uh, I'm trying. Who's another yeah, one like this? Jeff Mayer. Jeff Mayer's right. Idris Elba did a British accent, but it was different oh, than his own British accent. That was my when I found out the guy that plays. I think Hugh Laurie. I think the guy that plays House oh, MD. He's British. Yeah. Was br- I, I said, yeah. what is this? Yeah. yeah. You was just popping perks and uh, trying to fuck on the the nurses, and now you're pip pip cherryo. I need to watch House again. That is due for a rewatch for me. Gregory House, man. How- yeah, that's a great all, show. All House knew how to do was take perk thirties and diagnose trauma. That's yeah. right. Eat hot chip and lie. I- yeah. <laughs> Like that was, it was, that's it. They walk in, the whole team, Omar Epps, everybody look at it. We don't know why this guy is sick. And House will hobble his sick ass in there and look I down. Mean, did, you, did you look at the bottom of his feet? And nobody looked at the bottom of his feet. Well, it's clearly bottom of the feet itis. And it would first, be bottom of the feet itis. Look, look at the I, legend. I watched House. I was like, how is this guy allowed to be a doctor? It, like, <laughs> like what? Charles like, thought it was real life. <laughs> yeah, like, ain't no disbarred, but for like doctors, this man should not be in uh, working order. <laughs> you walk, you you just got uh, I got a gunshot wound, doc. It's bad. And here comes this guy on the cane, popping Vicodins in his mouth. I got you, bro. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like you idiots, you're only looking at the gunshot on the front. And they flip him over, and he's like, actually, he's half of a mop. And I'm like, how do we not know he was half of a mop? And the house okay, hobbles so- out. Scoop, do you remember the episode where he convinced 
that couple that they were having like uh uh basically like how Jesus was born without any you know like the immaculate from, uh, conception yeah yeah oh. yeah he he tricked the couple into thinking that they had an immaculate <laughs> birth just to help the wife cover up that she was cheating yes yes oh yes <laughs> that's a bad doctor man yeah <laughs> i'd be like doc give it to me straight okay <laughs> i'm used here <laughs> ld said i can tell this man british just by looking at him not if you hear him before you see him though right right and he, that, he, if he you would just ride look, a motorcycle yeah. with a cane that too <laughs> he would always yell at the other doctor guy uh, the the other doctor who wasn't a drug addict, he oh. would yell at him like, "You you you're so serious, Wilson. Like, Wilson. I'm sober. Like what? Yeah, Wilson. Wilson. <laughs> there you go, Wilson. Will, he looks look, like he looks like something Wilson too. He looked That's the most Wilson looking motherfucker. Just <laughs> <laughs> some sidekick. <laughs> nah, look, they don't make TV like this no more, man. They don't. They don't. Yeah. Before I feel like we, I, <laughs> Everything is Which, just like remakes now. Like I got on HBO yesterday and saw me to watch like the Secrets of Dumbledore. I'm like, where where is the original <laughs> ideas? Where are the where's the content, bro? Nah, that listen. Somebody had the original idea in 1936, and now we're watching uh, Thumbelina's Revenge. Yeah, like now they tell the story from the review of the thumb. Like you know what I'm saying? We just get a different perspective. What happened to shows like Psych? I used to watch Psych with a uh, Gus and um, oh yeah. Monk, you What's remember Monk? <laughs> oh, Monk! It's a jungle out there, school. That's right. It's a jungle out there. Now, what was the other dude's name on on Psych? Tony Shalhoub, the legend. It was Gus, and uh, I can't remember his other name. I don't know. Did you ever watch this, Charles? Have you oh, ever seen Psych? Wait, it says. Uh, I've seen a couple episodes, but I didn't really get Sean, it. Sean, Sean, Gus, and Sean. Gus or something. You say you didn't you didn't fuck with uh site? It's not that I didn't fuck with it. I just I just didn't watch it. I don't know. Gotta, like, I have yeah. ADHD, bro. I can't keep up with anything. No, I get it. That's why Site one of the ones I do remember. Because his dad was a cop and taught him basically how to look out for everything and not trust anybody. And so now people think he's psychic and he's like, Well, no, that guy like that truck's been parked over there for two hours. Nobody parks there for two hours unless he's gonna try to blow the place up, and then they blow them up. <laughs> but they have they have some fun too, school. They have they get some they crack wise. You gotta have hijinks. Yeah, you <laughs> hijinks definitely uh, ensue. Oh, Zeke Meister got the first and last name Sean Spencer. Oof. Um, Fan clubs here. Nah, I might gotta watch some Psych, man. Yeah. Psych, was, Psych was good viewing. Yeah, I might need to turn my brain off for a few hours and just watch some brain drain TV after this. That's the part I mean. I'm gonna watch every USA show like <laughs> Silk Stalking, Psych. I'm gonna, watch, I'm gonna watch some old sitcoms. You know, you know what? My dad was watching uh, Everybody Loves Raymond the other day. I was like, damn, I forgot this show is actually pretty fucking funny. Like, we had, we had some good culture back then. Like, white people used to be really funny. It's crazy. It was listen. It was a different time, man. <laughs> Look, and then they got canceled. They got remember, canceled. In the... Do you guys remember that day on Twitter when somebody said that Kevin James wasn't funny and everyone was like, oh, no, no, no. Oh, no. yeah. Now, nah, that was oh, when we were like, hey, hold on a minute there, player. Oh, um, you can't lump in Kevin James and Amy Schumer. That's just the yeah, like the, Those two are not the same. Yeah. Uh, no, nah, I think I'm legit. I might just get out here and watch uh, some Wings, some Monk. I'm just going, watch all. I'm watching House. I am. I, I already yeah. decided. I decided five minutes ago I would be watching Watch all House. eight seasons of House. Um, yep. Okay, before chat leave, chat, you got to tell me 
what 90s or 2000 show you about to log off and watch me i'm about to i'll probably just go knock out all six seasons of wayans brothers i'm just in an old 90s move charles what are you watching when we get out of here i'm about to go benching everybody loves raymond Mm, ray romano actually you know i'm gonna flip a coin either that or king of queens i don't think you can go wrong I don't even go wrong. Scoob's got uh, Monk. Charles, who's on the exempt list this week? Uh, Bill Barnwell, uh, ESPN. We, you know, I'm starting to do a divisional preview, so I started off with the NFC South, of course. And, uh, you know, I'm just just trying to get through the summer without <clears throat> stressing my brain too hard, you know, because it's not too much to talk about unless we want to talk about the nasty man picking up two more lawsuits yesterday, bringing the totals to 24. Oh, two. I only saw one. Yep, yep. It was two. He's up to 24 now. Who could have seen this coming? Yeah, but Kevin wow. Stefanski says that uh, he's actually, uh, you know, a cool guy to be around. He throws the football real good, so. Hey, he took the guys to the Bahamas. Why won't you talk? Why won't you report on that, reporter? He yeah. went to the Bahamas that one time and did the thing. <laughs> Something to consider. Um, yeah. Exemplist is out now. Everybody's already five star reviewed and subscribed, mm-hmm. but go do it again. You know what I mean? Just, mm-hmm. just wants to be it. safe. Just to be safe. So, for, oh, I'm seeing some good shows pop up. Yeah. Here. I'm seeing Adventures Scrubs. of Pete Pete. That's the one, man. Scrubs. Batman, the animated series, was a banger. Oh, you said Space Ghost. Space yeah. Ghost was a banger. Bernie Mac. Okay. Nah, I got yeah. to watch. I got yeah, television to watch. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> For chat, for Charles, thanks to school for pushing our <laughs> buttons. We'll catch everybody tomorrow.